The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. package. And a man suspected of swallowing a stash of drugs has been released from police custody in Essex after 47 days of refusing to go to the toilet. Officers in Harlow have decided to let the 24-year-old go following medical and legal advice. The LBC markets report the FTSE 100 has closed up right, 11 at 71.57. The pound buys $1.39 and €1.12. LBC right. weather, a mix of clear that's spells and showers well, tonight, uh... rain and some hill snow moving eastwards across okay. Wales to southern and Can central England, a low of minus okay. one. Right. From Global's Newsroom for LBC, not, I'm Holly Jones. Why is it? This is LBC from Global, leading... Jesus, why is it playing LBC and it's louder than me? Jesus! Um, Kath's not here today and I am going to prove that that we don't actually need Catherine and that we're going to do a much better show... Then we, Kath is not here, and we're going to do a much better show than we would with Kath. So, um, so let us let the show begin. Abusers could be That's banned LBC from again. alcohol. That is quite LBC sure again. That. Um, and electronically tagged as well. That is LBC again. Jesus. Right. Let so okay. We're going to the show is going to begin. It does raise that issue. Right. Okay. Here comes the show. No heart is so no longer lonely. Thanks for waiting. Finally, one day, happiness is all rolled up in you. And now, with you as inspiration, I look forward to destination. Sunny, bright, but once before was blue. I have no more than I did before, but now I've got all that I need. For I love you and I know you love me Don't take my hand outside my journey Free from all the helpless worry That besets the man beneath alone More strength is mine when we're together And with you I know I'll never have to pass the high road for the low I have no more than I did before but now I've got all that I need For I love you and I know you love me Play magic finger So Catherine isn't here today, and we're going to show the world... Oh, bloody hell. We're going to show the world that we don't... Who, who needs her? Uh, I haven't got any headphones that, that work properly. Let's, let's uh, get rid of those. Hang on. 
We're going to show the world that we can do a show without her. There we go. Right, so... 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Busy show this evening, guys. Lots to talk about. And here they are. You might recognise some of these as just very slight variations on what we talked about yesterday. Been a bit, been uh, very busy today, so not really had time to give this all. So, um, have you ever seen a UFO? I have. Uh, it's not that, not that it's a competition, but I have. And if you have, 0344 499 1000. Um, where is the best place that you've ever had a kip? And don't just say, like, your bed. Um, but the best place. We did the worst place yesterday. I want the best place you've ever had a kip. I used to, I tell you what, I used to really enjoy when, um, before the BBC shafted me, I used to, on a Friday, I would do the, sh- the breakfast show in Luton's, Luton, and then I would drive up the motorway and I'd do the afternoon show in Birmingham. And I would, I would always stop at Watford Gap, 20-minute nap was my motto. I would stop at Watford Gap in my car, put the seat back a little bit, and I've got an excellent... Um, I've only got a small car, it's a Polo, uh, and I have an excellent driving... Uh, well, I have a great driving position. It's, 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 I'm in the driving seat. But I have an excellent um, sleeping position in the car. Push the seat back, put it back a bit, and I turn on my side. Left leg is in the driver's footwell. Right leg is in the passenger's footwell. Head is on the headrest, arm over the shoulder. It doesn't sound... It doesn't sound very relaxing, but there's something about the stretch that is on the, the, the lower back and the shoulder, the legs, the buttocks. There's something about that that um, is is great. And I, you know, maybe maybe I'll sleep in my car tonight. I, I, uh, who knows? Um, hey, you, how did you get that scar? Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. And um, uh, oh, we uh, we did that. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, well, I've, I'm, I've not written it down. Um, oh, yeah, what have you stolen from a celebrity? Okay. Now, uh, please don't tweet me with the answers because um, it's a phone-in show. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call, and you know you want to give give me a call. Uh, um, okay. Let's go to Mick. Hello. Hello, Mick. Oh! Yes. Best place I've ever had a sleep. Yes. Shut the front door! You, what, you, where, when? How? Why? 1993, car jumped it on the back garden. I've got a queen sandwiches late at night. Yes. And I did a wee on the back garden and all. Shut, hang on a minute. Well, this is, what you're speaking of is, is uh, treason and could possibly get you killed. So what did you not do? Weeing a, not weeing on a back garden. Well, you, you can't wee in the queen's back garden. So, I hope that's not a euphemism. So, hang on, what were you doing in Buckingham Palace? I went on guard duty. Right. Uh, and at night time, you used to have to go out back in the back garden. Yeah. And we'd had a garden party in day. Yeah. And they'd left loads of sandwiches out, so we had a few of them, and they had a way in Queen's back garden. Were you, but you, did you sleep there? I had a little kip in a bush. You, you had, right. You had a kip in the Queen's bush. Yeah, yeah, in Queen's Bush. It would trim quite well, actually. Well, well, well. Um, I'm going to end it now before we all get beheaded, but thanks for that, Mick. Something doesn't quite ring true there. He's not the fellow that went to prison for pumping a dog, is he? I think he may be. 
0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very, very welcome to. Let's go to Alan Caddick. Good evening, Alan. Evening, Ian. Good evening. I was listening a few weeks ago to that Graham Gilbert call, and I found on number one. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, the guys kept saying India to every question. Oh, yeah. the the, the uh, Yes, this was a, a lovely uh, uh, prank that we listened to. It was on Australian radio, and it was... Um, this guy was doing a quiz, and people would just phone up and say the word India, and he went absolutely crazy. He went nuts, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he went bonkers, yes. Well, what have uh, you found, Alan? I found another one involving him where this guy was quoting the lyrics to Family Guy. Go on, then. It seems today that all you see is violence in movies... And no, no, I know, I, I, no, I know the lyrics to, to Family Guy. I don't want you to quote them. I mean, tell me more about this, this prank. No, this guy, he was singing the lyrics to Family Guy, and he was, Graham was making it as an actual conversation. Oh. And he didn't know he was the wind-up. Oh, OK. Well, it's how, on YouTube. Well, OK, well, uh, tell me what I have to type in to find. Graham Gilbert, Family Guy. Okay. Um, YouTube. YouTube. What have you got on in the background, Alan? It's not us, is it? No, I'm in my home. Mum and Dad's watching telly in the living room. I'm in the kitchen now where it's quiet. No, it's okay, mate. What what, what, uh, what rubbish are they watching? Well, it's not LBC, that's for sure. Good. That's what we we want to hear. Thank you, Alan. Right, well, let's have a listen to this. Let's see. I, I, okay. Talk tonight on 13.12.69. Hello, Brian. Good evening, Graham. How are yes, you? Yes, good, thanks. Mate, it seems today that all you see is violence in movies and sex on TV. Right. Where are the good old-fashioned values on which we used to rely? Well, that's a good point, isn't it? And it's interesting that they've done a couple of surveys of late and, and people are, are not going to movies as much as they used to and the reason they give is because of the unnecessary language, the unnecessary sexual scenes and you're right, people are simply wanting to go back to movies where the whole family can go and it can be wholesome. Well, lucky there's the family guy. Yeah. You know? Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. As I suspected, it wasn't particularly funny. Disappointing start to the show, but uh, Kathy's not here tonight, and I know she'll be listening because she is uh, addicted and very protective, and I I want us all to show her that um, that we don't need her and that we can do an excellent show. Um, so, uh, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. We'll be back after, um, these messages. Completeness, uh, of the right. declaration there. That is North LBC Korea again. is not a party to the that OPCW is, uh, or the Chemical Weapons Convention. They are no, known no, to no, have what now that. would be the world's largest, um, stockpile of chemical weapons. Right, okay, okay. I don't know, okay, I don't know about that, um, okay, so we will be, um, back after... Hi, this is Thomas George. And well- Who the hell is Thomas George? What the flipping heck is going on? 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Uh, this is the Late Night Alternative. I don't even...
Kick off your slippers. Don't go to bed. The party is just starting. You can sleep when you're dead. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I think we've got everything into shape here. Catherine isn't here and we're going to show her we don't bloody well need her. Good evening, Dredge. Howdy doody. Howdy doody, sir. Um, konnichiwa. You've got an itchy what? Oh, well, okay. No, that's I like that. Um, I like that a lot. That's good. That's very, very good. Um, uh, yep. Good evening, Dredge. What, what, what uh, would you like to present us with this evening, sir? Well, he- hearing Rainbow George uh, yesterday was brilliant. Oh yeah, going to do a podcast. Oh, I forgot to call him today, but I'm going to do. We're going to do a podcast with him. That'll be good, isn't it? And uh, it, it's inspired me to write a very, uh, you'll be pleased to hear, a very short sketch. Oh, a sketch? Okay. A very you. short sketch, which yes. I'm going to do for you now, Beautiful. really. Okay, hang on a second. We, we, I feel, for, it's comedy, is it? It's meant to be. No one ever does, um, like, um, tragic sketches. Well, this is quite tragic. Okay, well, we, we need an audience. Um, <laughs> okay. We need an audience, please. So, yeah. what, what, what do, Angela... Try that again. Hello. Oh, hello. Oh, hi, Ian. You right? Is that is that Angela? Yes, it uh, is. Okay, you're on the radio. Um, do you like um, uh, do you like comedy sketches? Yes, I do. What's your favourite? Um, well, in my day, it would have been Malcolm and Wife yeah. or um, or um, yeah. uh. You know, the other two. The two, um, the two bastards. Oh, the two Barkey. Ronnies. The two Ronnies. I thought yeah. you were going to say the two bastards. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, um, would you like to be the audience for um, Dredge's comedy sketch? Me and you could be the audience. Yeah, okay. All right, then. Uh, well, we'll we're, okay, we're the audience. Uh, entertain this us. Is a, this is already a better turnout than most of the gigs I've yeah. done. Hey, listen, buddy, listen. You, 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 you tell me about it. Well, don't actually tell me about it, because I'm not, I'm not interested. But no. let's, uh, let's hear the sketch, and I'm hoping there's a chance for some audience participation. Oh, blimey. Oh. OK, right, here we go. Here we Ready? go. Here we go. All right, Brian, uh, what what you been up to, then? What have I been up to, David? I have been working on the final mix of your new album. Hello? No, I'm feeling fine, thank you. You can react there. No? Well, I enjoyed the uh, playback and everything, but I couldn't help noticing that there were a few tracks on there where I'm not singing anything at all. That is because when the time came for you to put the vocals on, David, you were asleep. Well, I was tuckered out after doing all those drugs, Brian. Yeah, what, what was that? Oh, sound effects. <laughs> that sounds like Iggy Pop upstairs having one of his turns. Oh. What a wonderful singer. Well, I better go and sort him out if you know what I mean. See you next week and we'll do heroes. That was the um Okay. Um Angela. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Well, well, there you go. Well, there you go. Well, okay. Um so it, it um it was, so it was one person having a mental um breakdown. Something you know a lot about. Well, apparently so, according to um, a disability website today. Um, it was. I, I thought it was supposed to be two people, but they both had the same Del Boy voice. Well, the other person hasn't turned up. Okay. Um, I can hear you shuffling papers there. That. Nope. 
Okay. Um, that Have was... you ever seen a UFO, Angela? Yeah, I've seen a UFO plenty of times. I thought that's. Is that what you've rung in about? No, I was thinking about. Actually, I was thinking about. I had a bit of a, an accident. I fell on a stone and really bruised my foot. But no UFOs, no UFOs or anything? No, they weren't in sight. I just had an argument with a stone because I'm good with arguments with a stone. You had an argument with a stone? That sounds <laughs> like a, a Peter Cook sort of thing to have happened. Yeah, but it was just, um, I mean, I had a bit of a bad day and, and I just, um, I, I lost my friend and I just saw red and I just fell over. <laughs> And well, I'm sorry to hear that. Sorry to hear that. No, you, no worries. You do it, sorry, uh, sorry, Dredge, you, you're, um, you're doing the show now, are you? Is it? <laughs> that's, that's, well, uh... not there. No, Catherine's it, not there. No, exactly, but I, I just... Oh, fine, you talk... Angela, you talk to Dredge then. Go on, forget me. It's only my show. Go on. Um, yeah, I just, I was hit oh, just she's one of going those to. things. She's actually going to. It's unbelievable. What an attitude. <laughs> You know, I talk to anyone, Ian. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah, I'm, I'm good at talking anyway to people. Yeah, well, will well, you just you just carry on then? Yeah, well, what it is, we heard bad news, and then I just had this argument with, with a stone, and I fell on my foot. And Ian was talking about different scars, but I just got a big bruise. That's all. Okay. Well, thanks for calling in, Angela. No worries. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Ian, thanks, for Ian. having me. See ya. Bye then. Hello. 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 Can I help you? Hello. Who's that? Is that a- Who's that? Uh, this is Ian. Hi, Ian. It's Andre. Oh, hi, Andre. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. What's your name again? Sorry, I didn't quite catch it. Uh, it's 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 Dredge. Dredge. Yeah. All right, Dredge. Oh, in front of me, right? I've got the blooming... You, you, actually, you, actually sound, you actually sound a bit like Peter Cook. Do you reckon? Yeah, anyway. I've got Back to the Future trilogy in front of me. Oh, well. That's, that's, that's been news, isn't it? 30 yeah, years anniversary. What are you doing that? I bought it today. Yeah? Have it any good? I, I don't know. I ain't opened it yet. Give us a chance. Please. OK, well, well, thanks for calling then, Andre. I'll oh, keep... hold on, I ain't finished yet. OK. Dredge, uh, I've got a question for you. All right, well, what, what are you What are you doing hosting the show tonight? Oh, regards to Kath, by the way, first of all, in her absence. But what, why are you hosting the show? Uh, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure myself. Well, well, you don't sound very good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but no, I can't really say that. Well, where's the end tonight, then? I want to have a word with Ian, really. OK, well, uh, I, think he, I think he's gone home. Has he? Yeah. All oh, right. Where's, uh, where's Andrew you and all you the others? You made, hey, you made yourself where's laugh Andrew? there, by the way. Pardon? Didn't I make you laugh, then? No, just yourself. I, I thought I had a little chuckle from you. No, that was, that was someone in the other room. So you're a bit of a fan of Morrissey, I believe. Has he gone? What? Anyway, th- thanks. Thanks for that.
anyway, uh, I better go now. There's, uh, I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got a dinner on. So uh, I'll see you later. Pinter-type uh, sketch. Silence is golden. Sorry. Ow! I'm going to go and have a tip now. See you later. Hang on, so my microphone's not been on for the last ten minutes. So that was going out. <laughs> that was going out and not me. <laughs> Flipping it. What a... What a car crash. <laughs> right, OK, fine. Right, um, who is who is this? Who? What is your name? Caller? Uh, with me. Uh, yes, you call her. It's, it's Morgan. Morgan! Right, we're back. We're back in the New York groove. Morgan, what have you got for us tonight, sir? <laughs> so I just don't want to talk to him. No. Um, Hello. So I thought we were telling jokes tonight. No, what? Well, no! We're not telling not jokes tonight. I hate jokes. Oh, I hate people right. come up to you and go, hey, here's, here's, here's one, you'll like this. No, I won't like it. You can't tell me a joke in in, in a social situation. It puts, it puts too oh. much pressure on me. It makes me feel anxious. No. Oh, I want to tell you a joke. You don't. How about this, right? Yeah. How about this? Is, is this a joke, though? No, it's not a joke. Okay. You ever think you see a UFO, but then you look for like two minutes at it thinking, oh my God, this is amazing, and then you see some like, lights on the side and realise it's an aeroplane? No, because I recognise aeroplanes. <laughs> I recognise <laughs> yeah. it. I know what an aeroplane looks Yeah, when I was eight, me and some kids in, uh, in the Cubs, we stood outside a church. I don't know. Well, I do know why. And we saw some flashing in the sky, and it was very cloudy, and we thought it was a UFO. And then it came out, misty, and it was an aeroplane. That's the only time I've ever fallen for that. Now I'm an adult, I, I, you know, that was, a lear- that was a very steep learning curve for me. May I just say, you've got some really good memory. Sorry. I, I, I can't remember what I was doing when I was eight. But that was only eight <laughs> years ago for you. You're 16. Exactly. I oh, can't remember oh, a lot of what I was oh, doing oh. when I was eight, but I do remember the Cubs mainly because, um, or mainly because, uh, well, mainly because there was a bit of sexual abuse going on. But that's that's, and that's, <laughs> and that's a true story. Um, but I do remember that. I do remember standing outside this church and um, and and seeing the uh, what we thought was a UFO. Yeah, I don't remember much else about being eight. I remember the, I remember the um, Five Doctors was on. That may have been when I was ten. Anyway. So you've never seen you've never seen an actual UFO? No, because if I have, it's not a UFO. Well, well, no. Hang on. Well, hang on a minute. Because it's it's a huh? it's a DFO. Uh, well, no, I think you sorry, mean, uh, sorry, an uh, IFO. IFO. Well, no, but yeah. it, well, well, no, because if it's an alien spacecraft, it would still be a UFO. But you've identified. 
but you've identified it as a UFO. You've not identified the class, you've not identified the make or model, you've not identified the the planet that it uh, originates from? How are you ever going to do that unless you make physical contact? Well, exactly. But 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 if you see you? right, here's the thing: if you see something in flying, right, and you don't recognise it as an aeroplane, or if and you recognise it as from another planet, that is still a UFO. But then, how can you recognise it from another planet if you haven't seen what one looks like from another planet? Jeez, this we're getting heavy, man. Getting heavy. There you go. Well. Okay, because the, the the green dude pops his head up to the window and waves. <laughs> that's how. He was green. I've been a little bit racist there, assuming that all aliens are green. I do apologise to uh, any of our alien friends that are not of that, that persuasion. Um, I, 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 you know, there's a phenomenon dun, 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 of um, uh, there's lots of them in America. People who claim they have been abducted um, by aliens, oh, right? No, 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 no. But then some of them have got, they, um, they've got, they find, they go to a doctor and they find that there is a microchip or a little piece of metal. This is a true story, a little piece of metal under their skin, in their neck. Okay, but then could that not be a suspicion that's taken over people and they feel like they wanted to be believed because they're mental inside their head? Right, so how did the... Then, OK, well, how did the little bit of metal get inside under their skin? They did themselves. Oh, shut up. They all did it? Attention. They all did it themselves. All right, yeah, maybe... All right, let's say, let's say maybe a few of them have, yeah. All of them have inserted a little piece of metal? There might be an unidentified disease. Has that piece of metal that the doctors have found... Yes. Or any form of technology. Well, or... if it is, it's technology beyond our uh, our ken. It is um, way. It's, it's, it's technology that this Earth doesn't even recognise. Because you could have like a stone, right? You could have like a grain of rice, right? Mm-hmm. And it looks like a grain of rice to you, but it doesn't boil up. Um, and, and that rice, hang on, that ri- it looks like rice, but actually that might be like a mobile phone to an alien. OK, yeah, I understand that. I've made myself laugh with that, but it's a, it's a true point. Like, they, they, their mobile phones might look like a grain of rice. Their mobile phones, um, they're, they're, um, they're like uh, alien PlayStation might look like um, a wallet. That's very true. You might look like a wallet. And that's just the design that, the, um, that their PlayStations have come up with in space. However, yeah. have you ever heard of a news report or heard something um, coming out in social media yeah. saying that our governments have tested these things that are inside their chips? Even if, even if it's advanced technology, yeah. we should understand it to be technology. No, no, that's the arrogance of humanity. It, 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 we, we wouldn't necessarily recognise it as technology. You're, you're using this is the this is the problem with you uh, with us humans. <laughs> delete, delete, delete. This is the problem, the arrogance of us. Right, we assume that um, alien technology, and this is I genuinely believe there are other life forms out there. I don't, I don't necessarily. Oh, there, has to be, yeah. there has to be mathematically. There has to be, yeah. but their technology might not even be visible in this dimension. 
very true. It I might not. They, they they might be interdimensional beings, and their technology might you might not even be able to see it in this dimension, and yet they're like, you know, um, I mean, their technology might be so advanced that their compact discs are recordable on both sides. Both then, sides. You could have a, you could have a quadruple. You know, you could fit. Anyway, you could get both sides on there. But then at the same time... Yes, sir. What, our planet's been around for 20, 30 million years? Sorry, what? Sorry, billion years. There we go, yeah. Like, our planet's been around for, like, for like... Our planet's been around for like... I'm going to say 100 billion years. Yeah, so, but there's been life form for... Let's say... Let's just... Humans evolved... Let's just say it, because we don't know, and you'll, you'll just say... Yeah. Just say it. Uh, about that, right? Yeah. So, yeah. surely if there was other life forms that have more advanced technology, yes. there has to be some form of um, being, of uh, what's the word, evolved before we was? Why? If that makes no, sense. No, of course not. Well, they might have done, but they also might have just evolved quicker. Yeah, but then what kind of atmosphere would they need? Would they oh, need oxygen? God knows. I don't know. But here's... You know, my theory is that we... And this is my genuine theory, is that we are the aliens and that we, we originated from Mars. We are aliens, I can tell you that for a fact. There we go. Morgan on that bombshell. Thank you very much indeed. 0344 499 is the telephone number if you want to um, give us... Uh, a call you'd be you'd be very very welcome to um where the cath isn't here tonight and um we're, we're proving that we, we're proving that we don't need her let's go to um let's go to bill good evening bill answer what am i right that is an advert that has not even paid to be advertised on this station that is is that right that is lbc again right okay um let's try bill good evening bill Hello, Bill. Hello, Bill. Hello, Bill. (laughs) Hello, Bill. Hello? Yes, Bill. What is going on? Hello, Bill. Hello. Hello, Bill. Hello. Yes, Bill. Hello. What is going on? What is going on? (coughs) Hello. Hello, caller. Hello, caller. Who is this, please, caller? I can hear someone there. Hello, caller. Hello, caller. What is, what is this? Are you tuned into LBC again, Ian? Who is this? Who are you? Stay there. Stay there. Um, I want your name, rank, and number. Now that's why I was calling in. Right. Who? Who are you? Is this Bill? No, it's G. Hey, Panic. Yes, G. 
Hiya. Hey, G, what's, I've got no idea what's going on tonight. This is... Um, Neither do just... I. Cass away, you know. Yeah, no, it's... LBC okay. will play. Exactly. They're obviously hacking your phone lines. Something's going on here. Something's going on here. <laughs> we'll get this. We'll I get wanted this to ring in and let you know the best place I've ever had a tip. Yeah, we go. Back on the topics. I was a squaddy. Yeah. Way back. Yeah. And we'd been out for a, a night on the um, fizzy pop. Yeah. One weekend. And we were due on parade, 7 o'clock, Monday morning. Yeah. And I kind of slept through. And the, uh, the boys in my regiment, in their infinite wisdom, decided to bungee me into my sleeping bag, Bun- throw me out the window oh. and chuck me into a biffer bin. Oh, blimey. Well, worse things happen to squaddies, but that's still pretty bad. Well, if it wasn't for my shouts of, help, let me out, you... Froggers, yes. I don't think the bin men would have stopped putting me in the back of the truck. Oh. Uh, can you stop rattling your phone, please, Jeez? There's a lot of rattling going on. No, that's not me. Is that Bill? I'm not a phone, I'm not a phone rattler. That's probably Bill. Bill, Bill, are you there? <laughs> OK. Right, who's rattling their phone there? It's not me. Okay. Obviously phone Bill. OK, fine. Um, all right, uh, that was a joke. Joke. Okay, so so you were. Um, well, hang on a minute. Did you nearly get squashed by the um, the bin men? Almost. Yeah, I was in the back of the truck. Yeah. And then one of the bin men actually realised that there was something moving in the sleeping bag that had just gone in. Yeah. And kind of hit the red button on the back. It stopped. They wow. unhooked me from the um, the bungee bag that I was in. I climbed out, ran through the dorm, jumped into my uniform, ended the on parade, five minutes late. <laughs> wow. Stinking of, um, of, of shit. Well, it's... The bin was right outside. Right. The squaddy's window, so you can guess what it smelled of. Um... Shit. Green socks and bananas. Ay, ay, ay. What do green socks even smell of? Um. Okay. Uh, um. Bill, are you there? Hello? Right, okay, he's there. We'll have to go to. Let's have this break now, please. Closing time conversation for tax inspectors, taxi drivers, and taxidermists. Great big talk for the wee small hours. You've been trolling me big time, mate. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344-499-1000. Let's go to Sydney. Hello. Oh, hello. Hello. Oh, my God. Um... What's yeah, happened to I, your voice? Have you are you losing your voice? Um, my voice is seasonal, as I told you. Oh yeah, you, oh, you did. It's a seasonal voice. Okay. Well, the spring <laughs> spring is upon us. Spring has sprung, <laughs> so the clocks go forward soon. So you'll be able to um, uh, your voice. Will, did you, did your voice come back when the clocks go forward? No, my voice is coming back now, and I didn't phone about my voice. No, they spring, <laughs> they go backwards, spring back, fall forwards. I get so confused at this time of year. Right. Anyway, Sydney, what have you got for anyway. us this evening? What have you got for us this evening, Sydney? Hello. The reason I was phoning this evening was about the best kip thing. Oh, yeah, but... but I didn't yeah. know. Mm. I, I needed the definition of kip first, because if... if do you mean, like, when you get them moments when you're asleep? Mm. 
Well, that. Or what do you mean when you? Or no? Or do you mean like when you go to sleep, you have a proper sleep? Well, those those moments when you have a those moments when you have a sleep is sleeping is a kip. A kip is anything. Kip? No, absolutely. Best kip I've ever had was about three years ago when I'd gone out for one evening, which was a couple of days. I turned up uh, Monday lunchtime for work. And it was um, the ten minutes that I'd set my timer for in a cubicle. Best so, sleep I've ever had. So hang on a minute. Did you say you were like awake for a couple of days? Not at a wake. Well, well, hang on a minute. <laughs> Is... I was awake. Who's making this noise? I did not hang on. Sleep. Hang on, Sydney. Can I ask how old are you, Sydney? Please remind me. Forty-four. Right. Okay. I can say this then with impunity. Is someone yes. masturbating on the line? Not you, not you. Well, <laughs> no, not well. I don't know. Maybe I can hear. I can hear someone, and it sounds like they're knocking one out. And that, I'm sure, I'm pretty confident, goes against all of the Ofcom um, regulations. Who is? Is there so? Is there someone there that isn't Sydney? Please. No, but they've gone quiet. Okay, so go on. Sorry, Sydney. I do apologise for that rude. <laughs> well, I hope it wasn't. Really nice. I hope there was no outburst. Blimey. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's died again. I can understand. I can understand. You know, it's, it's a great voice, but it's inappropriate. <laughs> whoever is doing that. But hashtag me too. Um, well, time's hashtag, up. I'm glad it's not me because I can hear it. Yeah, can you and hear I'm it? Like, and I was holding as still as I could, thinking it was me just wobbling my you head. Would, you would know person. if you were doing that, I would have I thought. Uh, well, I, I was very still and it stopped. <laughs> oh, oh. But, but you blew off there. Right, so. <laughs> Do you know, I honestly don't even know why I phoned oh, It now. sounds like you've, you, that, when you laugh, it sounds like someone's trod on a Labrador's tail. <laughs> there you go. Is that noise? Is that noise? It did it. Did it. Oh, poor, poor dog. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to tread. Oh, trolling your tail. Don't tell anyone. You can't. You're a dog. Right. So, Sydney, you were up for two days and you fell asleep on a toilet. Yeah, but it was a planned chip. I could not oh. stay awake at my desk. Oh, so oh, this was Ian, a... This was a w- you doing that clicking thing, please I, I swear to God, it's not me. You can watch on Periscope. I swear I'm, it is. I swear I, I'm not. My hands are here. Right, for, the, for as God is my witness and the YouTubers are, my hands are staying up for the rest of this call. Don't stop it. I'm, don't stop it. Oh, cheeky. I'm not doing it. Right. So, no, don't full stop. This... Stop it. Full, full stop. stop. So, no, don't... Don't? Yeah, right. So this, this, this was at work, question mark? <laughs> that you fell asleep in the toilet, yeah. question mark? Yes. No, no, I didn't fall asleep. I went to the toilet to have a sleep. Yeah, so, but you fell asleep. And as- it was the best. A chip, not a sleep, a chip. Okay. Ian, that, I, that is not even me. My noodling, it is it, you, it isn't is it? It is not even me. Watch on Periscope. My hands are here. Who is banging one out on the phone while I'm trying to talk to Sydney? (laughs) (laughs) Who is it? Oh, stop it. Don't, because if I ever listen back to this, I'm going to be so, like, what? No, you should be proud of yourself, you know. No, I still got it. You still got it. You still got it. You're old and you still got it. (laughs) I can say that because you're the same age as me. 
Exactly. And I still got it, baby. No. <laughs> right. Oh, do you know, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh. oh now, now I don't know if she's crying. Sorry, she might because I just get, I just get hysterical. Stop it. Yes. Okay. So anyway, yes. <laughs> just before I climb back into my iron lung. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just wanted to say yes that um <laughs> oh. oh god it sounds silly now sorry no. I've lost it you made me lose it and I was doing all right well I on don't hold know. fine speak to you clicky noise just yeah anyway yes. um <laughs> yes you're very sweet Ian thank you and you're you're, very... a, you're adorable Sydney thank you very much for calling. <laughs> Okay, take care. Tatty, bye. Right, let's go to Bill. Hello. Bill, hello, Bill. At last, we speak. I know, what's been going on? Um, I don't know. Are you on speakerphone, Bill? Uh, no, not now. I was on because I was tidying in the kitchen. Hey! I tidied up someone... my... Who's... Someone cracking one off again. It sounds like someone's <laughs> slapping a fish. I don't mean that. Uh, that isn't even a euphemism. I didn't even mean that. Maybe, but it, no, maybe don't. It no, Bill, don't. Don't. <laughs> don't. Right, don't. Right, don't right, that may right. be a sympathy file. Um, uh, <laughs> or someone's doing um, the coconut horses. You know the coconut horses? No. What is it? You know where you get coconuts and you bash them together to sound like horses? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like a musical instrument in nursery or something. It is, isn't it? The coconut is a musical instrument. I've, ne- I've never seen a coconut in an orchestra. Um, no, they've got other things like that, though. Um, the maracas. The, I don't think they have maracas in an orchestra. The timpani, of oh, course. Oh, no, that the, was that guy from the Happy Mondays. The, the, yeah, that was Bez. And I don't think the Happy, <laughs> yeah. the, the Happy Mondays, great band, they weren't an orchestra. They should do that, though. That'd be quite a good idea. It would, actually. It would. Anyway, Bill, what have you got for us tonight? Well, I was debating, but I've already answered my own question. I've had the pot noodle. Okay, (laughs) right, yeah. Beef and tomato, my downward spiral to weight gain. Yep. Um, And, yeah, it's just been a bit of a random day. Okay, do you want to tell us about that? Is it it interesting enough to tell us about that, or is is it not? Because um, I can ask you questions. If your day is boring, I can ask you questions that uh, I guarantee, I guarantee, will be will elicit interesting answers from you. All right, all right. Let's see how, let's okay. see how good I am. Have you ever seen a UFO, Bill? Um, I've seen things. Yeah. Well, is that is, well, like aliens and stuff. Well, have, well, all right, have you ever seen an alien? No. Right, why did you even mention that then? Right. But when you say you've seen things, I mean, I've seen things. I'm seeing things now. I'm looking with my eyes. But have you seen a UFO and not when you were high on drugs? So that kind of Um, narrows that window down quite considerably. I thought I had a few times, but then I realised it was just a plane or something like that. Okay. Why do people not know what a plane... Okay. Um, Where's the best place you've ever had a kip? Oh, oh, I've had plenty of places where I've had a kit, mate. Um, no, where's the be- where's go. no no? Where's the here's the very specific wording. I'm 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 very specific with my words, and I wish people would realise this. Where is the best place you've ever had a kip? And I'd really like it if you could sing me the answer. The main road, 
but on the pavement, that I was just really drunk on a Saturday morning, and I had to sleep, and it was a good idea to put up my feet and keep on the street, and some people asked me if I was okay, and I just said, yeah. That was it. Okay. Again, in, in the power of song, uh, where did you get that scar? No. Uh, how did you get that scar? <laughs> Uh, I haven't got a score. Okay. Uh, in, the, in, in using song? I haven't got a scar. I can't do scar music. What have you stole? Have you ever stolen anything from a celebrity? No. Okay. Thanks for your call, Bill. Bye. There we go. Let's go to Dara. Good evening, Dara. Ian Lee, good evening. Good evening, Dara. How are you doing? Very well. How are you? Um, um, well, my producer Catherine isn't here, and I'm, and I know she'll be listening, but I am determined to do the best show we've ever done. And admittedly, the first fifty-two minutes have not got. It's been technically, it's not been great, um, but artistically, uh, I think we're really, we're really at the the start of something very special, Dara. Do you think she's a crutch? I beg your pardon. A crutch. Oh, I'm so, so sorry. Um, I, I just want her to know that um, she better start appreciating this job a little bit better because we can we can do a great show without her. Uh, uh, Dara, did you come and see us when we were in Dublin? I did not come and see you when you were in Dublin. Outrageous behaviour. I, I, I apologise sincerely for that, Ian. Oh, OK, next time we're in Dublin, uh, you can come and apologise um, face-to-face. Uh, what you got you for us, man? We did a live broadcast. We did it. We did it. We did the rabbit hole. We did, our, uh, we did a live podcast there. And if you go to uh, iTunes or Acast or your usual podcast provider, you can um, go and hear yeah. the first of four Dublin podcasts that we recorded. You remember the venue? Uh, it, was the, it was the workmen's room... In um, oh, the workman's club, yeah, the workman's club. It was there. It was in this yeah. tiny room upstairs there, on the uh, River Liffey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was brilliant. We, it was in a small room. We had about fifty people, and the room is done out like your sort of granny's living room from the seventies. It's beautiful. We had a really good night. It was good. I enjoyed it a lot. And we're going to go. We we're only there very briefly though, so we're planning to go back to uh, Dublin for a full weekend at some point because we loved it. And when you were in Dublin, did anybody smash your car window and steal all of your stuff? <laughs> no, that only happened when we were in Manchester. We weren't stupid. We had everything... Oh, my God, you're kidding me. No. That's why I'm calling you. Oh, go on. I have a letter in front of me from the Greater Manchester Police. You broadcast to Manchester. Yeah. I made the mistake, Ian Lee. I was in your uh, kingdom, your United Kingdom. Yeah. And uh, I had I play music and I had some shows there. It was in Liverpool and Manchester. Oh, yeah, go on. And uh, night night number one was Liverpool. Yeah. And there's um there's a, a a small town about halfway between both of those cities uh, that we stayed in a hotel in, so we didn't have to move stuff around. Yeah. Uh, I took the ferry. Have you ever taken the ferry before? Do you know I haven't taken the ferry? No. Turns out when you take the ferry, nobody asks you for identification. What the heck? This is a great way for me to smuggle in immigrants and drugs. This is my first time on a ferry, and we left from Dublin Port at 8 a.m. It takes three hours to get across the water to Hollyhead, then another two hours to drive from Hollyhead, and so on. Not one person asked me uh, my name. 
nor did they ask me for ID. And I had my passport and my driver's license and everything. Beautiful. And we just drove onto the ferry and drove off the ferry into the UK. This is beautiful. This so, is, this um, is, well, well done. You've just told ISIS how to get into the country, how to invade us. Nice one, mate. Thanks a lot. No problem at well all. Well done. So, uh, night number one is Liverpool. The show goes really well. Yeah. And uh, that was Friday. And the Saturday, we drive to Manchester early, Ian Lee, to watch the Irish rugby team okay. uh, beat Wales. And that was very, very enjoyable. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I'm not a big, rich musician who travels around on a tour bus, you know? Okay. I guess you probably you probably presumed that because I took the ferry. Yeah. Well, so, uh, yes. It was there's it was two of us. I'm driving. Yeah. My drummer is in shotgun. In the boot of the car, we have all our cases with all the gear in it. And on the back seat of the car, I had my uh, uh, a guitar. It was a Fender Stratocaster. Don't know if you know what that is. Yes. The reason well, well, the hang on a second. Fender. Of course, I know what a Fender Stratocaster is. Blimey. Who would I be to be presumptuous? They're well done. Thank you very much indeed. Yes. Uh, on top of the guitar is a, is a small suitcase, you know, the ones that Ryanair let you fly with. Yeah. Uh, there's a snare drum and there's jackets, yeah. and backpacks and everything. Um, yeah. I pull up outside a bar called O'Shea's Bar. It's in Manchester. Yeah. It's an Irish bar, so we thought, what a good place to watch the Irish match. Yeah. Uh, the match kicked off at 2.15pm, Ian. Yeah. And during that game time, my car was parked outside in the street. I made the mistake of leaving all of my stuff in the car. So I put my hands up. Who knew that you couldn't leave stuff in your car at 2 o'clock in the afternoon? Dara, stay Not there. Not me, Ian. Dara, listen, stay there, brother, because we've got to go to the news. I want to get the full, um, the full deets on this, and I'll share my... The only time my car has, or our car has been smashed. Anyway, well, I'll tell you what happened when we are in Manchester. We're going to find your gear, Dara. We're going to find your gear, goddammit, and we're going to get you to do a live gig for us. Stay there. John, stay there. Jonathan, stay there. 0344 499 1000. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
idea. It's the turtles. Right, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We've got Katie, Nick, John, Jonathan. Um, uh, but before the break, we was this is the late night alternative talk radio DAB mobile and on talkradio.co.uk. You can watch the show if you go to um, youtube.com slash rabbit hole. But Dara, musician, um, hit potential future hit maker was uh, from uh, Dublin was having a, a few shandies in a pub in Manchester. And t- tell us what happened, Dara. No shandies, Ian. It was a sober afternoon. Thank you very much indeed. Well done. I was just testing you there and you passed. You're through to round two where you can continue your story. So Ireland-Wales kicked off at 2.15pm. Yeah. I'd say we got into the bar about 2.30. So I was in that establishment for approximately 70 minutes. Yeah, OK. And in that 70-minute period, the 2004 car... I was outside yeah. on a main street, yeah. Bombay Street, it's called in Manchester, all by itself. And I returned to find my window smashed. Oh, mate! But now, bearing in mind the back, the, the boot was full of gear cases. Yeah. On the back seat, there was a guitar, snare drum, a suitcase, two backpacks, stick bag, jacket. Right? Yeah. So I walked up to the car, and the window was smashed, but everything was in the car. Yeah. Oh. So I thought, oh. That's ah, not too bad. I'll just get a window from a scrapyard. It'll cost me 50 European euro or whatever. But on a closer inspection, Ian, um, the only item that was taken from my vehicle was my backpack oh, with my laptop that I've had since 2010, my passport, the tour itinerary, uh, the tracks for the live show were on the laptop, oh, and a hard drive DMV with about eight or nine years of music production on it, which you'd appreciate in broadcasting on the radio for a long time. Imagine someone took your backup drive with all your stuff on it. Mate, here's the thing, right? Uh, We did a show in Manchester. uh, Was it it last year? I think it was last year. And we drove up in in Cath's car, the producer. We drove up in her car. And um, we, uh, we, we parked overnight... And we left, and it was stupid of us, but we left the broadcasting equipment in the car overnight. But we thought it would be safe because you couldn't see it. It was in the boot, and you couldn't see it, and we thought it would be safe. We got out the next day, back window smashed in, and, of course, they'd nicked, you know, this this, this big metal briefcase, a big metal suitcase with a a flight case with all this equipment in. And, um, yeah, no, it was gutting. And, uh, but I tell you what, I tell you what, the people of Manchester rallied around us and um, we were really lucky um, that someone found it because these, these kids had nicked it, obviously, to sell for drugs, got, got to this mm-hmm. uh, estate and um, realised that what they had was too specialised for anyone to have any interest in and they dumped it. And a very nice young woman found it, and she saw it was radio equipment, and she took it to the BBC in Manchester. Um, anyway, we eventually we got it. So what I'm saying is, most people in Manchester are good, and they're, they are good people, and maybe, just maybe, we might be able to do something. Well, here's, Go on. I considered at the time, of course, using Facebook or Twitter, and mm-hmm. saying, hey guys, someone stole my album from my computer. But yep. the guy or the girl who smashed the window and uh, took the backpack, you know, people are down their luck. That's fine. That happens. Um, you said sell stuff for drugs. Maybe. Maybe they had to sell stuff for their family. Who knows? However, um, they're not going to be the kind of person that has a conscience and is going to find my passport and my hard drive and go, oh, these are valuable items. No, I best abandon this bag in a public place so they'll find it. Right? No. So I decided not to do that. So 
Um, well, I did obviously notify Manchester Police yep. straight away, Good. and um, I did my own scour of the area. So I checked three public parks. Yeah, I'd say between forty and fifty bins. I went through where the car was parked. There was one logical route he could have run, you know, to get out out of sight quickly. Yeah, it was through an apartment complex. And when I got back to Dublin on the Monday, I was on Google Maps for an hour. I rang fifteen technology shops in the Manchester area, oh, all these second-hand cash for laptops. Most people on the phone were very helpful. I left them my serial number and I said, hey, if the guy comes in, just take it off him. You know, I'll give you money for your time. Yeah. I'll buy it back off you, whatever. You know. yeah. So they are very helpful. Um, but the Man- Manchester police sent me a letter, Ian. I can read you a paragraph of my yeah, letter, not the on, whole yeah, thing. Go, go on. The, the, the crime date was February 24th, 2018. And yeah. the letter of this date, or the, the date of this letter was February 25th, so the day later, apparently. This is uh, paragraph number two. This is uh, from a, yeah. I won't read his name. He's a constable. Okay. He's a constable in the yeah. Manchester Police. And it's a short paragraph. It says, during the initial investigation, a number of areas of investigative activity were considered oh. by us, including a search for witnesses, CCTV evidence, the interviewing of witnesses, forensic examinations, and a review of local intelligence. The initial investigation has now taken place and the facts identified during that investigation have been fully considered. On this occasion, it has been decided that no further investigation will take place. I do appreciate how disappointing this is for you. (laughs) Wowzers, man, and they were were doing so much as well. They thought, no, they, they thought about doing something. <laughs> right. We considered uh, looking for witnesses at CCTV and CCTV evidence. We considered interviewing people. We considered... Now, look, this is a backpack. Yep. People are being stabbed and killed, and there are a lot of worse things going on yes. in the world. I've said this story to a couple of people, and I would have preferred if you got a £1,000 cash, because hopefully I'll earn money again, but it's the... Yeah. So what, so what, so what, so I mean, well, here's, if, you know, if anyone, you know, the chances of finding it now are are, are negligible. Yeah, slim to none. I did, like, you know, I figured he would have abandoned, abandoned the bag somewhere and just taken the laptop because that was the only thing that was really worth any money in there, you know. But no, no, he probably just, he, he smashed the window once he runs for 20 seconds. He's just a guy. With a backpack on, yeah. so he probably took it back to his house or his flat or whatever, and just went through it. And then when he saw my passport and all my documents, he probably went <laughs> and moved on. You know? Oh man, I'm really sorry. That sucks, doesn't it? That really sucks. Some people are arseholes, and, and you know the whole thing about well, maybe they were feeding their family and stuff. Yeah, uh, no, I, I, yeah, I don't quite buy that. I don't buy that. And I, you know, I'm, you know, yeah. Go on. We get this here, obviously, as well. You know, so like, there's no point in me given out about the guy that did it. He probably hit six cars that day. Just, when I mentioned this to you earlier on, I said, did anyone rob your car when you were in Dublin? You said, no, I wasn't in Manchester before I even told you that I was yeah. in Manchester. Yeah. And I announced it during the show. It was a great show. There were about 500 people there. It was great. And when I told the story on stage, and some guy went, Manchester, isn't it? Well, yeah. How am I supposed to know? <laughs> well, and I, do you know, and I love Manchester, and I, I don't quite buy it. I, I, it's that that happened, you know. Okay, it's, it's happened to us, but 
uh, you know, I like Manchester and, and the people of Manchester, I found when we, um, you know, because I did go on Twitter and Facebook and all of that stuff. And, um, you know, the, the, I got well, a cab. That's great. The, and I got a cab to uh, the place where it would, someone had dropped it off and the cab driver was apologetic. The cab driver back apologised and said, I hope this doesn't put you off coming to Manchester. So um, I think we were unlucky, man, as opposed to it being a Manchester um, uh, issue. Uh, you know, well, you can't generalise an area, of course. I understand that, you know. No. But uh, everyone from Manchester at the show, they were very lovely, but they all said, yeah, we don't leave stuff in your car here. Well, they're, they're, no. They're mad for it. It's it? the responsibility. Well, yours was in your boots, so that yeah. wasn't even on display. Hey, man, thanks for telling us about it, and um, let's hope some good karma comes your way soon. Ian Lee, thank you for having me on. Cheers, Dara. Take care, man. Right, uh, let's go to... I've got loads of calls. Here we go. Uh, let's go to John. Good evening, John. Hey, Ian. How are you, my friend? I'm all right, thank you, John. What have you got for us? I'm, I need to start with an apology, my friend. I'm, I'm the one who, uh, on Twitter, asked you to put the Twitter uh, feed on to say that you're on talk radio. So don't oh! Do I'm really sorry about that. Well, no. Well, uh, isn't that funny? I, isn't that funny? <laughs> I was thinking about you yesterday, right? Um... Really? Yeah, because we had right. So we had a we had a Barney, and you well, you said I should put yes, Talk Radio in my in my Twitter handle. Okay. Is that what you said? Uh, say again, sorry. Did, were you the one that said I should put so it should have Talk Radio in my Twitter handle? Yes, I did. Well, and I've, then I've done that. Me, I've done it now. You, I put it on. I've done it now. Sorry. Did I block you? Uh, no, 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 I'm still following you. Okay, fine, right. well, in that case, uh, you know, Twitter's a, Twitter's a crazy place and um, uh, obviously something you said stuck, so I apologise for being don't a worry. dick. Don't worry at all. Don't, you're not going to do don't be silly. Um, the reason I'm calling is literally to say that I've been following you a little bit on uh, on your radio and yes. it seems to be a lot about people ringing in and they're just like, about things, am I wrong to tell you quite you're quite muffled. I'm, I'm struggling to John. I'm struggling to hear you. You sound quite muffled. Are you, have you got your head in a sack or something? Oh, sorry, my friend. Can you hear me there? Sorry, my That's it. What were you doing? Yes, I have my head in a sack. There we go. Fine. Okay, I was right. It, I sounded okay. like it. Um, yes. No. Anyway, listen. So what I was trying to say is, um, yes, a lot of people who ring into the show seem to be a little bit tipsy. Is that, is that correct? Um, are you saying that? Is that? I would say. Sorry? I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say a majority though. I would say. Um, I would say a, 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 a small. Per- I would say a small percentage. Huh? Yeah. A small percentage. Fair enough. Um, but listen. I mean, the reason you got the show is because it's you. You know, you need to talk about yourself. So the reason I'm calling in now is um, I know you're really keen on the monkeys, aren't you? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. You're a keen monkeys fan. Is that is, is for, that right? For the third time. Yes. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Um, so I was just wondering. My my big question is, in terms of modern day music, in terms of like publishing and stuff, in terms of people producing music, do you think the Monkeys would have been anywhere decent to what they are or what they have become without Bob and Bert, or do you think they would have been their own thing without them guys? That's a very that's a very niche question, and I've kind of made it my. Um... I've kind of made it. I'm obsessed by the monkeys, right? It's no secret. I've got a record label and we put out monkey stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I've kind of made it my thing to to because I got told off, you know, early on when I started this gig for going banging on about the monkeys too much. And I've made it. I've I've got a, a little pact with myself that I don't yeah. allow myself to get too niche with the monkeys for too long. 
but I'll give you thirty. Okay. I'll give you thirty seconds. Bob Rafelson and Bert okay. Schneider, the guys that made the television series of the Monkeys, it was their it was their idea, their brainchild. Uh, would they have been anywhere near as big without those guys? No, of course not, because it was their idea. The Monkeys would never have existed without them. But the Monkeys also would never have been as successful without the unique chemistry of the four individuals. Even if they picked one person different, it would have thrown things off in a different direction. I, I hope that answers your question. It does, but the modern, yeah, but the modern question is, I mean, nowadays we, we, we just get artists who have producers who actually produce things for them. Yeah. Do you not think that it would be better if we went back to the days of just having uh, the artists like, you know, decent artists who actually write for themselves and actually produce decent music? But hang on, but, but, but hang on a minute. <laughs> but, but that doesn't relate to the first question, because the monkeys uh, didn't produce their own stuff. Did they? No, they didn't. They had, they had, they didn't even play on the first two records. You know, the, 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 they had the best songwriters in the business. They had Neil Diamond and Carol King and um, you know Neil Sedaka and all these great songwriters. Um, that for the first, they, they played on the third rec- album, but after that, again, they didn't really play, um, and it was all produced by everyone else. But as musicians, they're awesome. They're, I mean, like I say, as musicians, they're really name good one people. name one great monkey song that you, that shows off their musicianship. Okay. What you going to tell me that? No, I'm I, I'm asking you. You name one great monkey song that shows off their their skillful oh. musicianship. Oh, there's loads. Name I one. I think every single song that they played was 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 fantastic. Name one. Um, <laughs> on the spot. Um, it's not a trick question. Thing. Name one. Last train. Uh, it is, what was it? Sorry, it last is, train. Uh, it is a bit of a trick question. Last train to Coxall, right? They didn't play on that. They didn't play on that. No, they didn't play on really? that. This is. I hate to break it to you. Fifty-two years after <laughs> after it, the story first broke, but no, they didn't play on. None of them played on Last Train to Clarksville. It, se- it was Session Men. So this is like a Milli Vanilli thing, is it? Kinda, kinda. It's a little bit more complicated. That it's more like a Pinocchio thing. And uh, um, uh, um, does Pinocchio become real in the end? I can't remember. But it's it's more like a Pinocchio thing. And Bert and Bob were Geppetto. That was good. But the broader question was, in terms of music nowadays, because obviously everything is produced and then sung by artists rather than being produced by the artists. Do you think it's gone worse, or do you think it's got better? Hang on, I'm confused. So who's what, what era was? What? Hang on, what? No, as in, I'm saying, yes. nowadays, yes. Uh, things are produced for artists rather than being produced by the artists. No, but in the 60s, have you never heard of Phil Spector? Have you never heard oh, of George of course, Martin? Yes. yes, I know, but at least when you were back in the day with Phil Spector, you actually walked into the studio with Phil Spector. Nowadays, you're given a track, and it's the case of saying, well, no, well, this is the track, and no. you to sing this, and... No, right. it's it's not though. It, 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 but it, it, it's the same as it always was. Some some really yeah. Some groups now play their own instruments, and and some groups have backing tracks done for them. And and likewise in the sixties, um, the Beach Boys. So you, okay. you know the Beach Boys didn't play on their own records, and Brian Wilson oh, course, would, okay. would would put, would would produce the tracks when they were out on tour. And then the Beach Boys right. would come in, and he'd say, "Right, you need to put your vocals on this." It's a slight oversimplification, music historians, but it, that's um, my point is valid. Okay, it is, but maybe if you can name me one track in the top ten right now, who's produced by the artist, apart from uh, the no, artist, but name me then... one track in the nineteen in nineteen sixty sixty seven that was produced by the artist. Uh, well, obviously, I'm, I'm going to say the, Be- uh, the Beatles, but you know they didn't produce their own music. Of course they did. Of course they did. 
They didn't produce... Are you nuts? The Beatles... What? The Beatles didn't produce the Beatles. OK, so are you saying that John and Paul didn't put anything forward to the producer? Well, what does that mean? The Beatles had a producer. The producer was right. was George Martin. Of course. So are you saying that he actually wrote the lyrics and he wrote the... No, melodies, no, that's everything. a different... But that you're, that you're talking about songwriting. Yes, I am. Exactly, yeah. That's the point. <laughs> but you've, yeah. you've spent the last ten minutes talking about production. That's different from yeah. songwriting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm asking. <laughs> I think we've got confused. No, I'm, uh, no, I'm I, you, I think you've got confused. We haven't got confused. You've got confused. Let's try again. Go. Right, go for it. No, you go. It's your point. Okay. My point is. Yes. Nowadays, yes. it's all about the producers writing the music. Not only the music, but the lyrics and the songs and everything that goes with it, the beats, everything. And then it comes up to one person walking to a studio to sing the song, and they make million pounds of you know whatever they do. And they become pop stars for the fact that they are then ownership of that song. And I think that's wrong. But that happened and in the 60s. Not as much as it did now, Ian, to be fair. Well, Come to be, on, fa- to be fair that. for the last ten minutes, you've been talking utter bollocks. So don't, don't start giving me the patronising tone, right, that I'm not grasping your point. I've, I've, I've grasped your point <laughs> better than you have. But uh, I, can <laughs> see why we fell out, I can see why we fell out on Twitter. Um... But, 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 no, it did, it's always, it's always been the same. Again, I give you Phil Spector. Phil Spector wrote the tracks. He, um, uh, he, he produced the tracks. And, and the only difference was, because they only had four tracks in the studio, um, they would do the vocals live. But he was, he was the, you know, the Crystals and the Ronettes and the Righteous Brothers, they were basically Phil Spector. So when I revert back to the Beatles, what's the argument against that? I don't know, because I've got no idea what you're talking about. And, and here's the thing, John, with the greatest of respect, neither of you. Sorry, say again. Um, uh, <laughs> Hello. Hello, John. I'm still here. Yeah, well, well OK. Um, yeah. You, so you, the you mentioned the Beatles, but I've got no idea in what context. So... John and George, uh, John and uh, um, oh, a whole band writing the songs. Is that not anything to do with what they did in terms of production? I don't. I do understand what you're saying. I do. You don't. But... You don't. You don't even understand what you're. We're we're literally speaking a different language. I had this conversation saying to you that obviously the Monkeys were a, a production band. I don't know what a production band is, and I don't think I don't think you know what the word production means in terms of music. And I'm not patronising you. I genuinely don't think you know what production means when it comes to making a record. Okay, but you know about uh, well, I do. But you well, you don't because you don't. No, 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 John, John, you don't because because you started talking about the Beatles producing their own records, and then you started talking about lyrics and music. Songwriting is different to production. So, so with respect, you don't know. What production is when it comes to making the music? You've, you've proved well, that. I actually do, Ian. If I'm being honest with you, I've been I've been doing it for ten years, mate. Well, with, well, then you don't, John. Well, then you, you've been doing it wrong for ten years because you talked about the Beatles. <laughs> you, you talked about the Beatles, and you started talking oh, about you. them writing their lyrics and music. That's not producing a record, mate. That is not yes. what a producer does. That is not production. That is songwriting. I fully understand. Listen, Ian. I I fully understand what George Moss 
for the Beatles. I fully understand that. I fully understand the the whole case of getting the recording playing backwards and getting everything really, you know, really nice. But at the end of the day, we had two decent songwriters there who actually did some really good music. Two, you can't argue two decent that... songwriters. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can't argue the fact that the Beatles had two decent songwriters. Well, you can't, can you? Or, or, or are you willing to argue that fact? No, that, that, they, they was. I would suggest. I can argue that the Beatles only had two decent songwriters. I can actually argue against that. But let, but now is probably really? not the time or place. Okay. So you don't think that John and you're saying that they weren't good songwriters? No, no, really? no. I'm not. I'm saying that they weren't um, decent songwriters. <gasps> oh my god! Seriously, you're actually saying. Yeah, I'm. I am saying now that, that the Beatles did. Music. I am saying now that the Beatles didn't have two decent songwriters. Oh, that's terrible! Really, you can, you, you can honestly say that. Yeah. So, can you give me two better songwriters than John and Paul? Yeah. Well, John Lennon and, and Paul McCartney. Yeah. Yeah. Can you give me two better songwriters than those. No, I can't. No. So what's the point then? Well, the point is they weren't decent. They weren't decent. No. So we've had no decent music for the last. No, 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 no. You've got to be very precise with your language. John and Paul were not decent. They were probably two of the best songwriters we've ever had. And also, there was a third songwriter who was brilliant as well. Didn't write much for them, but he was brilliant. So the Beatles didn't have two decent songwriters. Sorry. I think George Martin. Which, remind me which song for the Beatles George Martin wrote? No, no, sorry, no, sorry. I'm just, I'm just presuming who the third songwriter was. George Harrison of the Beatles. Oh, okay, fair enough. Gotcha. When okay. you say you've been doing production for ten years, what does that mean? Um, not, not, <laughs> not <laughs> professionally, as you've been quite, quite happy to know. But uh, yeah, I'm quite surprised you've taken it, Ian. If I'm being honest with you, because. I would have thought someone who actually followed the monkeys as much as you do to actually then turn around and say that, well, just what you said tonight. I mean... What, are, <laughs> what have I said? You're t- <laughs> what? what have I what? said? John, you've made literally what? no sense. What? what have I said? What? What have I said? What? Well, tell me. Jesus, Matt, you tell me. You've just said that I've said something. What have I said? Ian, I rang you to, to ask you Sim- a simple, very... A very simple! simple. <laughs> oh, man. No, hold on, hold on, hold oh, on, hold on, God. hold on. Yes. Hold on. Ian, hold on. I, I asked you a very simple question, as in, the monkeys were produced, okay? Now, as I'm aware, they were the first mass-produced band, okay? And I... <laughs> That's my, not what you've talked... You've not talked about mass-produced ones. You're now 15 no. minutes into the call. You're now talking about something different. But go on, let's follow no, this no, train I'm of not, thought. No, I'm not at all. It's the first no, time you've used the phrase... It's the first time you've used the phrase <laughs> mass-produced in 15 okay. minutes, and yet it would appear to be integral to your call. But carry on. OK. Yeah. All right. But my point is, without uh, the producers of uh, The Monkeys, do you think that they would ever have been a band? Do, do you think they're quality would have got out there because between me and you the likes of the individuals of the monkeys are awesome i I think they're fantastic i think i think the whole band's amazing but i don't know if they would have ever got together without the production well no of course they wouldn't have got 
Jesus. Of course they wouldn't have got together because they were a manufactured band. They were auditioned. Exactly, yeah. They were auditioned. Right. right. OK. So you don't think they would have got together and... Spread, and, and obviously well, they wouldn't have got together. No, they were auditioned. They, their auditions were held for a television right. show called The Monkees... And th- okay. th- they saw about 400 people, and they whittled it down to the four that they picked. So they never knew each other before their first day of filming. Yeah, OK. I get that. So you're saying that they got... wouldn't have got together, and they, they wouldn't have been what we know nowadays to be no, monkeys. They, no. They wouldn't have been there. So the production side, the, the actual commercial side, is far more important, is what my initial call was about. The... Uh, commercial side, which is nowadays, let's just write a song, let's get whoever it is to actually sing this song, uh, is more important than the actual song, the more, you know, it's more important than the actual... Uh, it's always been the way, mate. It's always been the way. It's just... You think sl- so, really? I know so. It's just a slicker machine now, that's all. OK, so just okay. finally, before I have to go, who would you say right now who hasn't had to go that route. Who would you what say right now? He's done his own thing or her own thing and actually doing, you know, something without the production side. So, d- what? Sorry, not, not, okay, don't, don't put him up in that, Ian. Not the production side, but not the, you know what I'm trying to say. I'm, I'm the... tempted to block you on Twitter now because you're doing my nutting. I don't know what you mean because you keep using the word production and so far it's had about five different meanings. You don't know what production means. Do you mean... I produ- do you know what production You don't, is. you okay. don't, with respect, John, you don't, because you've, t- you've been talking out of your ass for 20 minutes now. Do you mean producing the producer that sits on the other side of the glass? Do you mean the production yeah. as in the, uh, the production of the videos? Do you mean the production as in um, well, okay. making, making product? What do you mean? OK. I've got you, Ian. That's, that, that's, not, that's not fully fair, mate, if I'm being honest with you, but my... Whole, I mean, I'm, I'm a, I think I'm a year older than you, or a year younger than you. I'm 1975, OK? I was brought up with The Art of Noise, which is one of the best bands ever. This is a band who went through everything, not only commercially, in terms of having to argue with the enemy, having to argue with Trevor Horn, having to, order, having to argue with all these people to get their music heard. It was the most incredible... Um, Movement in music that I've ever yeah they had ripped in my off life. they ripped off craftwork but yeah your point is what no 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 how dare you say that that's ridiculous that you said how how dare you say that Ian? they ripped off craftwork oh, like, loads of bands were into the, if craftwork hadn't existed then the art of noise would never have existed fact are you really yeah fact so you've heard of craftwork yeah so you've heard of craftwork yeah Fairlight wasn't the first thing yeah you've heard of you've heard of craftwork yeah. <laughs> of course, I've heard a craft work, my friend. Okay, well, name one of their songs, my friend. No, if you if, if you look at the, the Cra- they, they the wouldn't have been. They, you wouldn't have had Art of Noise without Crawford. That's just a fact of history, man. John, I've, I've, I'd do? like to say I've enjoyed talking to you, but I've 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 got no idea what we've talked about for the last 20 minutes we have honestly we have been speaking different languages and, and i've been coming from a point of knowledge and you've been coming from a point of um um i from a point of i don't know what man okay well, I, well that's a shame it's that's all spoken to you. it's a shame saying that but i thought we'd have a good chat about it but but, well, we, but we have not yet what have you chatted about you what have you You've argued that the Beatles produced their own records. You've talked about the art of noise. You've 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 said that the Monkees were great musicians. What have you, what 
what accurate thing? What am I supposed to take away from this conversation? What can I take okay. away? Okay, fair enough, Ian. Okay, but just bear in mind, just that last thing I said to you about the art of noise. Okay, you're saying they came from Kraftwerk. No, I'm not saying they've. Uh, no, I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying that if Kraftwerk hadn't existed, the art of noise wouldn't existed. Loads of electronic groups wouldn't have right. existed without Kraftwerk. You can argue that Kraftwerk wouldn't have existed without Can. If you want to get into it, Kraftwerk would. Yeah. So we okay, we'll take we'll take them out of the thing. The art of noise wouldn't have existed without Can. There we go. It's a fact. It's historical facts. Whereas you've just come well, on and you've, you've 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 talked about five different types of production. You've got no idea what you're banging on about, man. Ian, okay, listen. I love you, mate. I remember why we fell out on Twitter, and it's because you were talking bollocks on there as well. That's not fair. It's friend. true. It's fair. absolutely true. No, it's not fair. It's it's, not it's fair. true. It's true. It's fair and it's true. No, it's not. Well, you've, 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 for the last twenty-five minutes, you've, you've spoken nothing but rubbish. Okay, well, that's that's your opinion, and it's your show. It's the opinion of everyone on Twitter as well who's tweeting me at the moment. Okay, but like I say, if you if you consider that the art of noise have actually taken their influence from Kraftwerk, I'll have to disagree. Well, you look at JJ Jexelik. You look at. Um, so you're saying that the art of noise are completely self. Um, motivated and completely self-inspired. Oh, of course, definitely. Yeah. Oh, what a well, load! No, what, what rubbish! What rubbish! No, 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 ba- no, no, no band is completely no. self. So you're saying that they'd never heard music before, and these people? Calm down. No, because I'm so angry because you're talking bollocks. So, so Anne Dudley and JJ Jackzalik and Gary Langan and Trevor Horn and Paul Morley and, and Lol Cream, they'd never heard music before, and they just one day got together and said, "Hey, let's make um a, a, a like a a band, but um but uh, we're going to make it like a, a electronic." And and and, and I'm not that's... saying that, Ian. Ian, I'm not saying that. Okay. I mean, listen, I know. I know Anne Dudley, and I know and, and, I know exactly how, how you know how, how she works with her with her um, classical music in terms of uh, you know what she draws from that. But no, you can't you, you can't say that without Kraftwerk there wouldn't have been a, an art of noise. I mean that's yeah that's just yeah weird. yeah you you can though, mate. You really no, really you can't, can. Mate. Seriously, yeah. So, so how you can so you can say without uh, without Buddy Holly. Let's, let's try this one. Let's try this one. Without Buddy Holly, there I'm would have been. Here, by the way. Sorry, what? I'm still here, by the way. Yep. Well, I know. Without Buddy Holly, there would have been no Beatles. Really? Yeah. Does that make sense you to you? That? Do you, that makes no? Right. I don't. It's a fact. No, it's not a fact. Of course, it's not a fact. John, 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 John. The 1950s when Buddy Holly was in his blues, mate. But you, you can't relate. John, 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 John. You can't do it. You, you, John, John. You've proved yourself, mate. You're an absolute idiot, and and I'm going to say goodnight because this is just like this is shooting fish in a barrel for me. Thanks for calling, man. Can I just say one thing? No, you can't. Um... Sorry, I'm sorry. Maybe I should have stopped that sooner, but I was enjoying that. Uh, let's go to the ad. Take a trip into the alternate reality of late night radio. I think I'm in something like the Matrix, and so are you. The late night alternative. Hello, hello. With Ian Lee. Is there anybody out there? On talk radio. Hello. <laughs> Maybe we need Kath. <laughs> I just got a feeling that without Kath. 
Um, that's our podcast. Let's put that out as the podcast, please, Sam, if you could make that known. Um, well, that, that's tomorrow's podcast, is that. Um, let's go to Jonathan. Good evening, Jonathan. Evening, Ian. Hello, mate. <laughs> I saw you once, been... again, it's up, once again, it's up to me to save your bacon. <laughs> oh, buddy. Go on. What you got for us? Well, I've been sitting on this for a little while, but I think today's as good as any day to reveal it. Yes. You really want to know what happened at the Mandalay Hotel at the end of last year? Hang on, what, hang on a minute. What was the Mandalay Hotel at the end of last year? Stephen Pollock and the mass shooting. Oh, the, the, hang on, sorry. That was the last, is that the Las Vegas shooting? Yes. Okay, yeah, go on. Yeah, let's have the inside info on what happened there, definitely. Well, I've I got to thank 4chan for this. Okay, they right. They did all the, the heavy lifting, but um, uh, apparently, uh, guess who owns the Mandalay Hotel? Um, 4chan? No. No. <laughs> it's actually the Saudi Crown Prince. Hey! Oh, this guy's my new hero. I'd never heard of him until I saw loads and loads of posters all over London saying... Um, this man is changing Saudi Arabia. And I'm thinking, I don't know who this fella is. Everywhere. London is covered in posts. For like the last week, this man is changing the face of Saudi Arabia. And then just in the news, we heard um, a clip of um, Theresa May talking about this, the, the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia, who's over it. At least I think it was Theresa May talking about the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia. It was hard to make out what she was saying because her tongue was so far up his Saudi ass. <laughs> it's really nice to have the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia here. It was outrageous. Yes. Well, what happened last year was, yes. while uh, uh, he, uh, he was at his hotel, there was a failed assassination attempt by his disgruntled uncles. Uh-oh, he's the, the, oh, not the disgruntled uncles. I think I've got their second album on vinyl somewhere. Yes. So uh, it, there was a failed assassination attempt on him by his uncles who opposed his reforms. Yes. And Trump, the FBI, and the Saudi government covered it up. Yeah. And uh, said a false story about this uh, Stephen uh, Paul Pollock oh. guy. Well, hang on, well, hang on a minute. So, so you're saying that the, the, his disgruntled the Saudi the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia's disgruntled uncle was the actual shooter in Las Vegas. Uncles, they, uh, they uncles. put up. They they plotted to assassinate him in his own hotel. Was he was he a, it, a country and western concert then? Because that's what they were shooting at. Well, that's part of the cover up. Oh, that they they to prevent an international incident. Yeah. Uh, the FBI and the Saudi government covered it up. Yeah. And Trump probably knows all about the cover up. Yeah, of course he does. Of course he does. That goes. And the perpetrators. Uh, shortly after yes. uh, the Mandalay shooting, yeah. all those Saudi uh, princes were locked up in the Ritz-Carlton in uh, Saudi. And who owns that? The well, Saudis, I oh, think. Oh, yeah, well. Um, so, uh, the, the perpetrators of that shooting <laughs> yes. have been caught and punished by the Saudi regime in a manner that... Um, uh, no civilised government. A thousand um, lashes on their bare buttocks. <laughs> well, let's 
Yes, but uh, the perpetrators have been punished yes. for attempting to kill their their uh, their crown prince. So that is the mystery of the Mandalay shooting. Oh well, I'm glad that's solved. Do, 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 have you told the FBI? They know it. Trump knows it. Theresa May knows it. It's an open secret wow. that uh, it was a it was a plot. But somehow, it somehow wrong. it got it got leaked to um, a 4chan member. No, they no they put, they uh, did a timeline reconstruction. Oh. Do you know? I don't. Do you know what? I could actually believe that. Uh, you know, I could probably believe that, Jonathan. It doesn't doesn't sound that outrageous to me. Well, it's true. All right. Nice one, mate. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate that. Um, I, I also appreciate... I didn't need it, but Glasto has tweeted me a link to the Art of Noise website, artofnoiseofficial.com. Art of Noise first appears... About Art of Noise. Art of Noise first appeared in... Uh, first appeared to appear, I like it, in 1983, with a song in their heart, a beat in their soul, and an ignition key in their hand. Formed at a time where... Can we get John back? I want to read this to John. I just want to read this to John. Let's go to the ads. I want to read this to John. No rules nocturnal nattering for nightbirds, nurses, and Nosferatu. <laughs> ah, right, cool. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. John's back. Good evening, John. How are you, my friend? I'm, I'm very, very well. You're muffled again, so take your head out the sack. Okay. Yeah, we go. Out the sack. Thanks to Glasto, who's who, Glasto's been on the Art of Noise website and uh, right. artofnoiseofficial.com. Can I, do, do you mind if I read you something? Go for it. Art of Noise first appeared to appear in 1983 with a song in their heart, a beat in their soul, and an ignition key in their hand. Formed at a time when the reverberations of punk, post-punk and new wave could still be felt, they were determined to be a different kind of group. A group that set themselves outside the then currents of fashion and style. A group that were the missing link between the monkeys and talking heads. ABBA and Kraftwerk, Frank Zappa and the Archies. There's more. They took their name, like all the best pop groups from Soft Machine to the Velvet Underground, from a book. A book about Italian futurism. Influenced by the likes of Kraftwerk, John wow. Cage, Terry Riley, Miles Davis, Todd Rundgren, Marvin Gaye, and Tangerine Dream. That's a big list of, of uh, uh, acts that influenced a band that apparently had no influences, and the first one mentioned is Kraftwerk. Amazing. Can I respond to that? Please do. Okay. I, 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 um, but I'm about to charge you as guilty. Okay. And I will Let's be... hear your defence. OK, my defence is uh, Art of Noise went through a couple of definitions. They went through the likes of Zang Tum Tum, which was Trevor Horn's okay. label. Y- y- that, you're, you're, uh, irrelevant. Irrelevant. Uh, I- irrelevant. Really. Yeah, no, very irrelevant. Really. Very irrelevant. Really. I'll tell you why. Because you said two things, OK? And, and the first thing, I'm just going to say it, but we'll put it to one side, because I'm going to put that down to you being nervous. You you're said, not letting me finish what I'm saying. No, because yeah, yeah. we're running out of time and you're being irrelevant. The first thing was you said <laughs> you said Art of Noise had no musical influences. There's a long list there. I'm going to forget that. I'm going to throw that one out because no one could be that dumb. The second thing you said was there was definitely no influence from Kraftwerk. I have proven you wrong. Uh, How do you plead? Guilty or not guilty? 
Do you are you suffering for time, and you want to prove somebody wrong or something? No, no, no. I, I just I've never spoken to anyone as as as, as frustratingly dumb as you, um, and as 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 ignorant as you. You've said that what they were not influenced by craftwork. On their website, they list a long list of of, of acts that influence. The first one is craftwork. Well, what? First of all, what a very horrible thing to say to somebody. That 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 that's not a nice thing to say to somebody. Yeah? But second of all, I know Art of Noise. I know they went through the whole Zankumpum. I went, and, and I know they went through the whole China Records when they, they uh, parted company with. I don't want to know what, what re- record label they were on. Just admit that you were wrong. You said they weren't influenced by Kraftwerk. They said they Ian. are influenced by Kraftwerk. Ian, if it makes you feel happy, my friend, yeah, I'm wrong. I'm just surprised that you, being radio presenter, you rang me back up to actually prove me wrong. That's ridiculous. Yeah. No, it's not ridiculous. I, can, I, I want you to learn a lesson Ian. that you you don't know anything no, and you've spoken rubbish for 30 minutes. Ian, I can say to you yes, that the done. likes of Van Dudley and JJ Jexley would rather get their, their likes of um, influence from someone like Claude Debussy rather than... You can be influenced by different people. Originally, they weren't influenced by anyone. Now you're now you're citing classical composers. That's great. Okay, that's progressed. But 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 on their website, the Art of Noise website, it says the exact opposite of what you've said. So you rang me back up to say, John, you're so wrong, and I want to prove myself right. No, no, no. I want to educate you. Yeah, no. Partly, I wanted to to gloat. Yeah, I'll be honest. But but also, I wanted to educate you. And I hope that you've. I hope that you have been educated, schooled. Well, not really, to be fair, because I know the history of the art of noise. And I well, know no, you don't. You, the, and you the, haven't, the, because you don't the, listen. You don't listen to anything. You don't know about production. You don't know about the art of noise. You certainly don't know about the monkeys. Um, you know, okay, can I ask you a, question, a quick question? Of course you, you can, John. Go on. Time. Why not? Do you know why J.J. Jackson and Ann Dudley actually um, separated themselves from the likes of Trevor Horn? And now couldn't, I back. couldn't give a toss. That's got nothing to do with what we've spoken about in this hour. Couldn't care less. So you're considering the art of noise as being one sole entity and it's not transformed in any, any single no, way. I don't know. I've not said that in the slightest. All bands transform and change. So, like Fleetwood Mac, it's not. It's right? the same band it was 50 no. years ago. No, I've, I've not, no, I've not said that at all. No, no, no. I, 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 just what you're, what you're bringing up now is completely irrelevant. It's, 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 you're bringing up a whole new topic, which we're not going to go down, but, but it, it, it bears no relation to anything that you said when, uh, in, previously. Well, I disagree because it's only this. <laughs> the likes of the art of noise that uh, I recognise are kind of records, my friend. Please stop, no John, John, to... John, John, John. Stop calling. John, John, we, John I will let you finish. I will let you finish. But please, trust me, John. John, I will let you finish, right? But, but please stop calling me. We ain't friends. We ain't friends. Just, just carry well, on, but please. we ain't friends. Oh, that's very sad. I'm your friend. No, no, you're not. I wouldn't have a friend as dumb as you. Well, that's very sad. I'm going to hang up now. Bless you. Bye. Please hang up. Uh, I'll, I can't even. Please ha- hang he up. can't even hang up properly. Jeez, let's go to Barry. Good evening, Barry. Hello, Ian. How are you doing? Um, I'm all right, mate. What you got for us? Um, I'm here to talk about that guy that was just on because I was uh, a musicologist Uh-oh. before I went to jail, and I agree with you, Paul, because I had an actual drink. This is the fella. This is the fella that served eighteen years for pumping a dog. Am I right, Barry? Seventeen. Seventeen years for pumping a dog. Wowzers! Yeah, go on. You're a musicologist. I was. I'm a musicologist, and uh, in that time, I got to meet a lot of famous people, and I met Trevor Horn. Yes. 
And I said, who's your favourite band? And he went, Craftwork. They're absolutely <laughs> uh, is, that, is, that, is that a true story, Barry? Uh, it's 100%. Unbelievable. 1994, uh, The Dog and Splitter in Camden. I know it. I know that pub very, very yeah, well. Yeah, uh, it's brilliant. So I, I love my music. I, I, I was appalled at that guy's uh, attitude towards you. Because yes. you played some brilliant music on this. Uh, yeah. I was listening last night and you played a song I've never heard before. I'd like smash the Herman June. The what? Herman June? Is that what the band Oh, Herman June, yes, yeah, yeah, the Herman June song. It's a great little pop song, that, isn't it? Yeah. Brilliant, I loved it. I've been playing it to my pals all day, trying to get them into it. They don't like it, no. but I think it's brilliant. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a good song. Um, what's life like for a reformed dog pumper? Um, everything always comes back to that, doesn't it? That's the trouble. I'm trying yeah. to move on. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. And I, I apologise. I, 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 I shouldn't have um, brought that up. It's all right. I, I, you asked the question, I gave you the answer. But, you know, I don't... I promise, I as long as... I promise I will never mention your dog pumping again. Thanks, Sean. You're, you're very Thank welcome, you. Barry. Thank you, mate. Let's go to Kevin. Good evening, Kevin. Hello. Hello, Kevin. Hey, it's Kevin! Oh, from last night. How you doing, man? Oh, you can remember from last night, can you? I, well, can you remember from last night? That is the question. I certainly can. Hello? you got a lady friend? I certainly have, yeah. Oh, you, up, you up to a little bit of bunky-bunky? Uh, well, no, we just... I've got a lady friend and we're best of mates. Why could you hear her in the background? Yes, I could hear her squealing. Well, that's because she's just putting her fajita in the microwave. She's putting her fajita in the microwave? I, I, I'm going to say it. Is that a euphemism? No. no. I bet she's got a no, lovely fajita. No. She's a bit hungry. So, uh... oh, I'd, I'd, I'd love to have a little chomp on her fajita. Uh, no, 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 no. no. Uh, don't get too personal. No, I'm not. I'm talking about the food, the fajita. I'm hungry. I'm on a diet. I haven't eaten anything all day. I said a fajita, not fajita. Oh, I'm talking about... You dirty dog! I'm talking about a fajita. I haven't eaten anything all day. I'm on a diet. Well, if she's cooked a lovely chicken, actually, um, and I am a chicken, as you know, from yes. last night. There we go. It took, me, it took me a while to get to it, didn't it? Yeah. Because I'm a bit of a chicken. Well, you got and, there in the uh, end. Well, it takes me a while to get my words out, but uh, once I do... Uh, There's no stopping you. Once... I get in the frame of mind yeah. to speak my words. I always do. Ding! There's the ding. The fajita's ready. Yeah, no. Well, that wasn't mine. That was uh, my friend's here. She's not making a lot of noise, isn't she? Well, she does. She always bangs the plate down. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I like to bang. Hey, now she's doing it! I didn't do that! She's doing it! She's the dirty one! Yeah, but would you like a word with it? Yeah, go on then. Oh, actually, you're on loudspeaker. Yeah, I know, and I don't normally allow people on loudspeaker, but I let you off this once. Let's not, let's not, okay. radio. Okay. Uh, she, she 
she can't believe that I was on the radio last Yeah, well, it's a phone-in show. These things happen. Um, Kevin, listen, we've got to go because I'm late for the news. I'm really sorry. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Mrs. Fajita lady. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy your fajita. Get stuck into that, Kevin. Go on. Whoa, chomp down on that boy. Right. Um, 0344. <laughs> I've got no idea what happened in that last hour. I suspect we lost most of our listeners. But uh, these things happen. 0344-499-1000. Another hour of this nonsense. This is The Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, only here on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Woke yesterday, not knowing where I was going And ended up in the park where I stayed until it turned dark My eyes to the sky were focused on the space between the stars Cause this is what makes them beautiful And I'm feeling empty, empty as a gas tank of the car on the side of the road And just a little hopeless like the people trying to wave down some help Why is a friend so hard to come by these days? These days you got everything, you got Walk yesterday, not knowing where I was going, not knowing why I was moving, not knowing what I was doing, but trying to walk with some purpose, put a little meaning in my stride, put a little meaning in my life, why ask why? I look for answers in the sky, and if the trees can only talk to me, I know a lot more than I did before, than I did before, than I did before, I did before. these days, these days you got
can't go wrong with Imani Coppola. You can't go wrong with her. She's a genius. Imani Coppola is an absolute genius. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. This is the late night alternative, uh, weeknights from ten uh, on Talk Radio, on DAB, on uh, app, and online. You can watch the show at Talk Radio. Uh, no, no, not there. You can't. You can watch it at YouTube.com/slash Rabbit Hole. Uh, we're here till one o'clock. Then Paul Ross comes on. Uh, Gary and Katie stay there. I'll come to you in a bit. Let's go to Tony first. Good evening, Tony. Good evening. Good evening, Tony. <laughs> Good evening to you. Good sir. evening to um, you, fine sir. <laughs> uh, what uh, what to what do we um, owe the pleasure this evening, Anthony? I would love uh, to speak to you about UFOs, uh, but uh, I'm not sure where the conversation has gone thus far. Well, about UFOs, not that far, actually. But you can, it doesn't matter where the conversation has gone. It's where the conversation is going now, Tony. Oh, okay. Uh, well, back in the day, yes, uh, I used to uh, be uh, affiliated to a UFO group. Okay. Down in the south. Yeah. Uh, and um, well, to be honest, I'm not. I'm not sure. You, you're clearly interested in that aspect. Yes. Well, so I've asked about it. Yes. Yes. Right. So. Uh, what is your thoughts on it? Well, no, 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 no. What, what is your thoughts on it? Well, um, I have actually seen, uh, things of that ilk, anyway. Tell me, what so, have you seen? Go on, what have you seen, where and when? What did it look like? What happened? When I was about, uh, ten, yeah. uh, I was looking out of the window. <laughs> it yeah. sounds kind of odd. Well, but, no, looking uh, out of the window I... doesn't sound that odd. <laughs> Yeah, well, it, it does when um, when you consider the fact that uh, there, there were no were... windows in the house. Huh? <coughs> Hello. Uh, we had several windows in the house. Okay, well, yeah. then, then it doesn't sound that odd. <laughs> <laughs> Looking out of a window isn't an odd thing. I've done it loads of t- <laughs> I've done it loads of times. I love it. But, um, yes. Uh, <laughs> I've not even done it yet. Um, I actually saw two lights. Approach each other, yeah, uh, and uh, they basically merged, yeah, and then uh, flew off in a a weird direction. It was very, very strange. What would you describe as a weird direction? What do you mean by that? Uh, Upwards, very, very fast. Okay, Um, and what time of the day was it? It was around about 11 o'clock at night. Okay. And um, uh, did you tell anybody about this? No, I don't believe I did. Why not? Uh, Because I was a very young fellow at the time. Hang on a minute. If you've seen something like that, would you not say to your mum over the next morning when you're having your your, uh, sugar puffs... Hey, Mum, I tell you what, I know I should have been asleep, but I, I, I looked out the window and I saw these two lights going to get... They, they, they merged and then they went off in a weird direction. You'd say... Did you, or, mm. did, did, or did you not tell your friends at school or anything? No. Um, mm. I, <laughs> I was around some very strange people at the time. Um, what do you mean strange? What, your I, Mum and Dad? I, do, do you know uh, Crawley in West Sussex? Craw- yeah, very strange. Very strange yeah. people. A very odd, 
Well, that's where I was born and bred. Right. Uh, I, I live in the North East now, but... Uh, away from those weirdos. At the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what? totally. But uh, the, the point was that um, I, one of my babysitters uh, was um, someone who said that uh, she had psychic visions of uh, Romans. Mystic crystal visions of Romans? No, uh, mystic visions of Romans. Of Romans. Uh, she she had yeah. dreams about Romans who uh, were trying to kill her and stuff. Wow. Yeah, yeah I had a, a bit of a strange childhood, to be honest, Ian. Well, then, hang on, so, in what way strange? You, you, you've thought that looking out of windows was strange. In what way strange? <laughs> Strange as much as um, I don't know. There was always weird stuff around. I guess. Yeah. Um, I, I can I can remember uh, being um, uh, driving with uh, my father, uh, and he saw um, lights in the sky, and he was like, "Nah, that's wait, well, you know, because he used to be in the RAF and all that sort of stuff." Yes. So he was like, "Oh no, that's uh, that's that's not normal." Well, okay, right. <laughs> yeah, you keep saying, you keep prefacing things with with the word strange, but then just quite then just describing quite mundane things. Um, are they mundane or are they not? Looking out of a window is mundane. Yes. Okay. Um. Hello. Sorry. Oh, uh, talking to another fellow there, but um. What? Are you be, are you being probed anally now? What's going on? <laughs> oh, Ian. Oh, Ian. Well, what's going no, on? I can hear uh, voices in the background. There's <clears throat> just... Uh, uh, I feel that I don't have your full and undivided attention. You know you absolutely do. OK. So that was happened when you were 10. Have you seen anything more recently? No, but I, I, I still think that there's, uh, there's something to it. I really do. Um, Are you sparking up a fag? In the middle, of, in the middle of a sentence? <laughs> Are you sparking up a fag in the middle of a sentence? Who do you think you are? Vincent Price or something? It's the only person I could think from the olden days that might have smoked. He's doing it. Vincent Price? Oh, well, I wish I was Vincent Price. Oh, I, I wish you were, because he's, he's dead. Um, So, what I don't... OK. So, so that, was, that was the only UFO you've seen? Um, it, it was convincing enough to me at the time. Well, no, 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 I'm not. Uh, why is everyone struggling? I'm, why is everyone struggling with really simple questions tonight? I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not disputing it one way or the other. I believe your account. Okay. Um, but I'm, I'm right. asking if you've seen any more UFOs since then. Um, not, uh, no, but... Uh, I did actually work for a, um, well, I say work. I, I did actually um, yes. 
do uh, investigations, I suppose, for uh, uh, a... Um, uh, an organisation for a little while. Why are you being so cagey about this organisation? Was it a government department? <laughs> the reason I'm being so cagey about them is because they were very cagey. And it's, the caginess has rubbed off on you? <laughs> absolutely not, Ian. Well, who, no, who were they? Not. Who were they? Um, I... Do you know what? Uh, they were the cagiest organisation you could ever work for. The, 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 the Crown that, Prince that, of that Saudi Arabia? The, the KKK? <laughs> who, what would you, what not, you as, not, not as cagey as that, Ian. Right. Not as cagey as well, that. Who were they? But uh, they were uh, this... Uh, I think they were overly paranoid. Right. But who were they? <laughs> Come on, I man! Come on, spin- let me Google. Let me Google them, and I bet they'll have like a massive fluorescent GeoCities-style website that'll say "Welcome to you know UFOs are us" or whatever they're called. I'll be honest. I'll be honest with you. I don't think they exist anymore. I mean, this was. I'm not even joking. This was about 25 years ago. Okay, and you're not prepared to tell us the name of this or this KG. They were. They would not even have a um, uh, an internet pr- uh, presence. Well, but the, would... right. well, tell me then. Tell me their name so I can I can type it in. Come on, come I on. I remember it. To be right. Thanks very much for calling, Tony. I mean, flip it. Maybe they. Um, I've never seen the movie, so I'm about to make a, a comical, speedy reference to um, a movie I've never seen. But I, I bet some of you will get the reference. Um, uh, and I've, okay, maybe. Um, uh, well, oh well, maybe uh, maybe it was the Men in Black, and Tommy Lee Jones got that um, thing out and zapped his brain and wiped his brain. Have I got that reference right? It's kind of, kind of close. I've never seen the film. I have no intention of. Um, Katie and uh, Gemma and Gary. We this is it, guys. We're in the home stretch. Let's let's show Catherine we don't need her. As we, we we just smash this show into one o'clock, we're gonna we're gonna smash this show in. Right, um, adverts. A star-crossed soapbox for Sailor Boys, oh. Stable Girls, oh, on the end. and Stripper Grands. It depends who you with and it depends on the situation. Late Night Speech Radio with a difference. Thank you. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Evening, Katie. Hello, Ian. How are you doing? I'm very well, Katie. At last, someone who doesn't sound completely bonkers. Uh, (laughs) What a a night! (laughs) What a night! What's been going on? God knows. Maybe we we need Catherine on board. I don't want to admit it. What's happened to her? Where is she? Um, I'm afraid she's died. No, she's not. Now uh, that's not nice. That's not nice! (laughs) No, I'm I'm afraid she's too lazy to come in. Okay, fair do. That's it. She's just too lazy. She's just too lazy. She just can't be bothered. No, she's she's had a night off. She will be back tomorrow, That's I am her. assured. Probably with a hangover knowing her. <laughs> and how are you coping by yourself then? How do you feel it's going? Um I think this is probably um the best show I've done in years. Best show I've ever done. Um don't tell her it's been a bit of a car crash. Best show we've What is wrong with your phone? 
I don't know. Is it? I don't are, know. Are you on a landline? I thought that was you. It's just you. What do you mean this? We've got digital state-of-the-art technology. I'll, I'll, st- I'll stand in one place. No, no, but are you on a landline? Are you on a landline? I am. <laughs> is, is it got... Is it... Is it... What, um, what, is it, what do they call it? Is it... Um, is it? Is it got? Is it got? And a wi- kind of the wire thing. Is it got a wire? No. Oh right, okay. I so was very modern and very was, sophisticated. God, look at you! <laughs> I was going to say, um, uh, I was going to say, bang it, but, um, but, but, but maybe not. Okay, right. Okay, so I, I just rang you up a few times tonight, and um, well, I haven't actually spoken to you, but yeah. I kept getting nervous and putting the phone down. You butler, you are what is known. You're what is known in the business. As um, a bottler, and there is absolutely nothing um, wrong with that. But we do, we have a little thing we like to play for people like you, and um, it goes like this. Hang on a second. Oh, God. <laughs> there we go. There we go. That's, uh, that, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want you to take that personally. I won't, but what's the, what's the um, parent of a chicken called? A cock. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, so tonight, it's been a long time was... since I've seen one of them. I haven't worked on a farm for years. That's the joke. So I was just going to, I don't know, I was going to chat to you about various things, but I'd like to find out between the, you know, I'm from the north, oh. uh, you're from the south, obviously. Yes. What, yeah. What's going on with the snow? What, what happened? It's gone. The, snow, the snow's gone. Anyway, we had snow for like three that. days, and I couldn't really do a lot in it because I was working. And then on the Saturday, I woke up, and I was like, right, I'm going to go and see my boys, and I'm going to take them out. I mean, my actual children, not like the, my gang. I, was, I, see them on, I see them on the Sunday. And, and I thought, right, wake up, I'm going to go and take them out on the sledge. Like, it had all gone. It, and there was a blizzard on Friday night. It had all gone. It was outrageous. How much snow did they have in London, though? Like, re- re- like the deepest snow. What, what was it? How, um, how... Oh, I, I, I don't know. It was quite bad. It was, it was, you know, it was. I mean, it got quite bad for London. It was, it was, it was a, it was a few inches. We had a few <laughs> inches. <laughs> really? Yeah. Is that bad for London? Well, yeah, of course it is because it's warmer. Right. First of all, we're down south, so it's warmer, and also cities are cities are warmer. You know, cities get less snow because they generate more heat. That's a fact. But um, there's a thing about the north and south divide, isn't there? And people say, oh, northerners have got flat caps that have toilets outside and, you know, southerners can't deal with the cold. Is that, do you think that's generally true? Well, no, I don't. I just think, I just think that as a nation we struggle, we struggle with snow because everyone was, was like... It was like cacking their pants because there was a bit of snow, and they were like, Buy, "Stop piling water and food and all of this." And right, we we get snow like that mm-hmm. for about three or four days once every five years, and that's it. And you, you, you just deal with it. But <coughs> people, but yes, I mean, of course, there is the, um, uh, the, the 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 classic thing, and I've seen it in in places like Newcastle where it'll be you know in a February. Uh, uh, Saturday night, you know, the lads will be out in thin trousers and short sleeve shirts, and the lasses will <laughs> be out case, in, yeah. in, in mini skirts and stuff, mm-hmm. and no coat or anything. They'll be free, freezing. So there is that. You don't get that so much in London. You get that a little bit, but not so much in London. I, I just get. I'm, I'm thirty. I'm not thirty-four. What am I talking about? I'm forty-three. Oh, <laughs> um, look at you, oh, Katie, Katie, Katie. I know, and um, I, I I lived in a really. Um, 
remote area in a place called Teesdale in the northeast of England. Yes. And uh, my parents owned a pub, and, and we were blocked in for six weeks, and I think it was like 1984 or something. Mm-hmm. And the helicopters came, and they delivered us food. We were blocked in for six weeks, and it was the most exciting time of my life. Yeah, so every time it snows, it kind of reminds me yeah. about that exciting time. And I'm the first one to go out, and my son, Ben, he's 13 now, and he's like, oh, really? Do we have to go out on the sledge? I'm like, yes! Come on, man, of course you have to go out on the bloody sledge. What is wrong with people? I hate people that don't want to go out on a sledge. Yeah, but he eventually loved it, and, um, yeah, it was just fun. And apparently we're going to get more snow tomorrow, a little bit of snow anyway. Well... It won't be the same as it was. No, it's, we're the, in spring now, we're in spring, it's done, it's done. And I'm going to ask you a question, Uh-oh. if that's OK. Yeah, I, but I, I reserve the right to, um, to, not. to not answer it and to, to tell you that your producers told me on four separate occasions they would not be asking me that question, and then during <laughs> the next set of adverts I can get up and walk away. Okay, because I'm not giving you the satisfaction of having a, a shot of me walking away, oh, which you, you can then me. repeat. And I, I came to see you at the um, uh, rabbit hole in Newcastle. Oh, did you come and um, say hello? Brilliant. Yeah, I did. Oh, there it, you go. it was very, very well, funny. It was very good. In that case, you, you can ask me anything you want. Okay, thanks. So, um, I have a sister who's very much involved with uh, TV and radio, and she's worked with a lot of famous people. Can I... she get me a job? Oh, sorry, that was that was totally that was totally <laughs> out. Of, sorry, that was out of order. <laughs> My question is to you. Yes. Um, how do people from you know um, normal backgrounds and everything, and then you get into TV and you get into fame? Yes. Why is it that some people get? Um, incredibly, um, what's the word, uh, oh, I don't know, uh, arrogant, and why do some people, you're not, you're great, you're well, very no. you, and you're very... No, I was arrogant for a while, for quite a long time, oh. for quite, quite, no, for quite a long time, I, for a few, the first few years I was an arsehole, definitely. Really? Oh, oh, definitely, definitely, yeah, yeah. How no, do you I... think that is, is it because fame's just like a new thing? No, I'll it? tell you why it was, it was, it was, it was a defence thing, and, um, because uh, I was so... Um, um, uh, do you know what? Do you know what I'm doing? Do you know why I'm going, um, 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 Katie? It's because, you know, three weeks ago I would have answered this question and gone into great detail. Mm-hmm. But ever since, ever since, you know, the, the papers have started listening and printing stuff that I say to imply that I'm having a, a drugs relapse and a mental breakdown, um, I, as they did at the weekend. Thanks, guys. Oh, by the way, every, every newspaper's been, Ian Lee said on his weekend show this weekend. Don't have a show on the weekend. What are you talking about, you idiots? It was in a podcast from yeah, three weeks ago. Anyway, so I'm and the like, press will print anything that want to anywhere. They'll just, you know, and it's, it's yeah. so I'm, 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 I'm slightly hesitant to answer it because okay. no, I because I, I, I'm just being particularly. Um, I just, I just, I did become quite arrogant, and um, and it took a while to shake it off. And I think some people do as a defence mechanism. I think some people, you know, some performers are arrogant anyway, and it, 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 you know, fame and money um, mm-hmm. is a great amplifier of all of your negative traits. Mm-hmm. Um, and just some people are assholes, but you, you know, it, it, there are arrogant truck drivers, and there are arrogant um, people that work in shops, and there are arrogant, you know, there are arrogance everywhere. But but of course. You see it more in famous people, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's right. I think, my, I mean, my sister, for one, I won't tell you her name because you might know of her name. Oh. Um, she, we were like, that is the, the North and South divide. She moved down south yeah. and it became, she became a producer for lots and lots of 
TV programs, and it's just, oh my god, and it's suddenly kind of, oh. uh, god, everything's just a nightmare. Yes. And, it, and it's that kind of, what's happening? What's happened to the North East? And it's just become this uh, really bizarre. I don't know. I don't know why it happens to some people, but uh, Ian, you, you're great, and well, you. I think you did. Uh, anyway, I'm, yeah. I am. I am. A, I am a, a work in progress, Katie. As we you all are. are. <laughs> We're all a work in progress, and we ain't. We ain't done yet. There's still a bit more work to go. We all are a work in progress, Ian. So well nice, done for what you're doing. Nice to talk to you, Katie. Thank you very much. Okay. Take care. Ta-ta, bye-bye. bye-bye. Let's go to Louise. Good evening, Louise. Good evening, Ian. How are you? Good evening, Louise. Very firm and formal opening. I like it. That normally means I'm about to get told off. What have I done wrong now? You haven't done a thing wrong. Not a thing. Okay. Okay. Uh, We got first. If you want. Okay. (laughs) Hang on a second, Miss. Please. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Go on. What have you got for us? Uh, No, I just wanted to give you a little update on the the morphine withdrawal. Oh yeah, of course. uh, Of course. How's that? How's that all going? Um, well, like I said, the last time I had done the the very large section of the the reduction, um, which I completed yeah. successfully. Woo! Yes. Oh. But um, there's there's quite a nasty side effect to it, which um, it's not nice at all. Go on. What, am I allowed to um, ask? Yeah, of course. That's why I'm ringing in. Go just on. To what's the what's the side effect? Get it off my chest, I suppose. Oh. Um, about a week or so after I finish a withdrawal or a withdrawal reduction, um, there just there seems to be a depression kicks in. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. And it's it's been nasty this time. It's been very very nasty this time round. You know, I'm I'm okay whenever I'm chatting away there on the the YouTube channel, and you know that, no. that's all well and good. Yeah. You know, but. In real life, I, I would imagine that that is um, that is your body trying to rebalance itself after you know uh, a chemical that, that it's been used to has been removed from it, and I would imagine that it's 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 temporary, if that makes sense. Because at some point, your hopefully your um, uh, body is gonna your brain and your body is gonna is gonna get the balance right. Well, depression is something that, you know, I've suffered since, like, my mid-teens, you know, so I'm used to that. But this feels completely different. And, like, this is the third time that has happened. You know, it's the third, you know, reduction I've done. This is the third time this has kicked in, and it feels different. So I'm certain that it's it's linked to, you know, the reduction. Um, It was actually your blog that... That kicked it off, believe it or not. Oh, well, that made you uh, depressed. God, well, I wasn't feeling about sunshine. It's not in a bad way. No, got not no, in a bad way. I know, I know. Not in a bad way, but um, they do say that you know morphine and any drugs um, they suppress your emotions. Yeah, and emotions that you haven't felt for the length of time you've been on the substance. Yeah. You know, they, they've been suppressed and they have to come to the fore at some stage. Yeah. Um, when I read your blog, it was almost as if it was me talking but somebody else's words. Mm, I've had a few people say that. You're not alone in saying that. I've, uh, I've been, I know. Yeah, I've, had, I've been privileged to have a few people say so that. So many people. You know, I've I've read the comments. I, you know, I commented myself as well. Yeah. Um, you know, it's unbelievable how many people are are in that situation, but... 
it was something I had convinced myself that I was completely okay with. Mm. You know, and then one particular bit you had said about, you know, you kept your circle of friends very close. You had uh, three close friends. Yeah. And I had always kept my circle very close and I had two close friends. Yeah. And about three years ago, I'll not even go into it, but something happened and that changed. And now in real life, I don't really have anybody. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. You know, friends-wise, I've got family and things like that. But, you know, I was reading the blog, I was actually crying, and I just realised I have nobody that I can actually ring to say, you know, listen, do you want to get together and just, just hang out for a bit, mm. you know. And um, I convinced myself I was absolutely okay with my own company and, you know, just, you know, my barriers up and being okay. But I'm not. And I've realised I need to do, you know, nobody can do anything about that but me. Yeah. Um, you know? Yeah, no, I do know. Um, <clears throat> um, have you spoken to your doctor about uh, this feeling of depression? I have. Um, it was a different doctor that I spoke to this Monday. My own GP, he's off now. Right. He'll be back next week. Mm. Um, they've given me, I'll not mention names or anything, but, you know, medication just temporarily yeah. to go along with my normal medication. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's like you said in your blog, you know, how does a, a 44-year-old man go about making friends? Yeah. How does a 38-year-old woman go about making friends? Um, yeah. You know, it's, you know, I, I need to get out there, but part of me doesn't know what to do. And I've, I've isolated myself that long. I don't know how to do it. Mm. You know? I also it's, don't know if I want to make friends as well, I should, I should say. I, I, I don't know if I want to make friends. Um, it's after what happened with me... You know, these, those couple of years back, and then I've put the barriers up, I'm the same, because I don't know if I can trust anybody. Mm. I've lost, you know, I've lost the trust. It was a 20-year friendship that <clears throat> was threw back in my face the worst possible way. And people, I huh? I don't know. Imagine, imagine being an actual person. God, I'd hate that. Um, Louise, um, um, I'm sorry, you know, that you're struggling. Uh, you know, this too shall pass and all of that stuff. Uh, you know, these, these cliches are, are cliches for a reason because they're, they're, they're based in, in uh, some form of truth. Um, and um, uh, I, I, well, I, there's nothing I can say. I'm going to say something patronising. Hang in there. It's all you can do. It's all you can do. Hey, nice, nice uh, to speak to you, Louise. Take care. Okay. See you later. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Uh, Gary. Aye aye aye. Right. Here we go. Uh, I just watched uh, what and guys. What's the other word? It's just whatever. You ever seen that film, guys? Bastardos. I've not seen Inglorious Bastardos. No, I've not seen that. You ever seen it? Ah, oh, no. very good. Well, had, had you seen it? Had you seen it? Had you seen it before today? I heard about three or four times. Okay. Heady's texted in or tweeted in. Is this indistinct caller night tonight? I don't know what that is a reference to. Um, no, I was. I was talking about. I'm real, man. I'm a very real man. I, I, 
people die from crap, with cancer, with murder, Ash trying to get to the bottom of it. You pissed, Gary? No. You sa- you sounding um you sounding very morose. You stoned? What's going on? Well, no, not stoned. I uh, drink things and I know things. I get to a point. So you are I drunk. Lost a lot of I lost a lot of people. So you are? Dr- are you drunk? No. How much have you had to drink? It doesn't take me much to get drunk. Well, it does. I, 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 I tell you why. I tell you why. I tell you why. You may not think you're drunk, but you're slurring your words. Um, I know I am. Even more. I'm telling the truth, though. I'm always telling the truth. I think life's life. Yes, you're, you're, you're slurring your words, and um, your train of thought is even harder to follow than usual. How, how much have you had to drink tonight, today? Some will say 17. I was a sister at 20, so I don't okay. drink a lot. I know. I know you do, and I'm not judging you for it. I'm just curious. How much have you had to drink today? Not a lot. I was trying to drink today. Oh, no. Not a lot. Okay. Well, and you, but not you don't know... So that, 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 that's um, odd that you don't know how much you've had to drink, which would... Impl- real, but... Can I, can, I, can, I, can I comment on something? Yeah, yeah, yeah... Uh, uh, but how much have you had to drink today, Gary? Not a lot, but I'm a real person. No, well, I get, Gary, I get, I, I'm, I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it. You're drunk, man. I'm not. Yeah, you are, mate. You are. And I get the emotion and uh, the <sighs> gist of You're not listening to a word I say, though. I know And whoever that is in the background, tell them to shut up, please. I'm talking to you. I know. Right, well, tell them to shut up, because I'm, I'm, I'm talking to you. She's 72, though. I can't tell her she's very respectful. I, uh, well, I, I, well, then it's rude for her to keep talking while I'm talking to you, mate. Mm. Right. How much have you had to drink? Quite a bit. But I'm also true. But, but tell me how much. Really how, tell me how much. Lying. What have you drink drinking? Beer, vodka, gin, what? No, lager. Right. How many cans of lager you had? I'll tell you the truth as well. But I'm always telling, I'm always real with when it comes to death and life. Yeah, Gary, how many cans of lager have you had to drink today, mate? Not a lot, but I've had a few drugs as well. Okay, what, okay, so what, ten cans of lager? Something like that. Something like that, and that's not a lot. Wow. And what, 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 no, (laughs) exactly. And what drugs have you had today, man? Uh, okay. You've had ketamine. Ketamine. You've had ketamine. When did you do the ketamine? Early on today. Right. Well, yeah. well so, that's half an hour. What you, what, you did it half an hour ago? No, oh, that's half an right. hour. Right, so you've had ten cans of lager, mm-hmm. and you've done some ketamine. Right. And you don't think you're wasted? I'm not wasted, to be honest. Mate, you haven't got a my, clue. My you sound... I would love you tomorrow morning, before you take any more ketamine and before you drink any more booze, I would love you to listen back to what you sound like because y- probably, you, you do sound remember, wasted. I, I probably do, but I can't realise in what time. I lost friends, I lost family. I know, I know, and it's sad, and it's really, really sad, man. But doing ketamine... And thinking that ten cans of lager isn't much, 
Those things aren't going to help you. Ten cans of lager is quite a bit. Ketamine mm. is a horse tranquilizer. You I know, like it. yeah. That I, 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 I know you have, Gary. I know no, you have. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, Gary. Here's the thing, Gary. Here's the thing. This is my problem. No, Gary. No, 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 Gary. Gary, your problem at the moment is you're doing horse tranquilizers, and you think that ten cans of lager isn't very much. Those are your problem. Those are your immediate problems. Right. I cannot talk to you. I cannot have a conversation with you while you're like this. And I don't want to waste my Can words. I try either. Yeah. Seen the... I don't want to waste my words okay. talking to you while you're like this because none of it will sink in. And I'm a intelligent person, and you are an intelligent person. I can't understand what you're saying, man. I can't even understand what you're, you're saying. You're a very intelligent person. I'm a very intelligent person. Well... I don't like girls. Lost a lot of people in their lives. And Ga- Gary, Gary, I know you have, and I'm really sorry for your loss, right? But you're rambling, right? And I know I am rambling. You're rambling. And I don't want to waste... Um, I don't want to waste... I'm going to say, I don't want to waste my time talking to someone who won't remember this phone call in the morning. Well, life is life, isn't it? You're talking bollocks, mate. You're talking absolute bollocks. You come out with life is life in it. Um, you're talking rubbish, mate. And it's, it would be no, unfair... No, it would be unfair of I me... Know. It would be unfair of me... You're a media. I'm a normal man on the street trying to get on with the world. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I listen. It, it, w- it would be all right. It would be unfair on me for me to impart, um, you know, uh, perhaps useful, posit- positive, maybe even life-saving information on someone who um, is out of it. It would be a waste of both of our time. I've tried committing suicide four times. So. Gar- Gary, mate, Gary, Gary, I'm oh, really mate. sorry. I'm really sorry for your loss. I'm oh. really sorry for your losses, because I know you've lost your sister and I know you've lost a good friend. I'm really sorry that you have, you've tried suicide. I'm really sorry for that, brother, um, and, I, and I feel for you. But also, I uh, know, I know, I know Gary, that you taking ketamine and you, think you drinking 10 cans of lager, that ain't going to help. I also know you ain't going to remember this phone call in 20 minutes, brother. I'll press the dumb I mean, button anyway, because I'm not sure if that was an F-bomb or not. you cut me off eventually, I know. No, I will cut you off eventually, because you're wasting everybody's time. And, I'm, and no, yet, now I'm, I'm going to get... Now I know you're going to send me a tweet. I know you're going to send me an aggressive tweet. That's fine. I know uh, send you an aggressive tweet. You, you do. You do. But that's fine as well. That's fine. I can handle an aggressive tweet. If it stops you, if it stops you trying to kill yourself, you send me all the aggression in the world you want, brother. I Trust me. Not, I think you're not on my wavelength. I'm not on your wavelength, and that's the thing. You're on, you're on your re, you're on your own wavelength right now. You're on a very unique oh, wavelength, and I. Uh, I know uh, what you mean. I no, you don't, Gary. Gary, I'm I'm starting to get frustrated, and that's not going to be helpful. Um, try t- tomorrow. I'm not you. Tomorrow. Try not to drink, try not to take any ketamine, and maybe give us a maybe give us a call at the start of the show tomorrow. How about that? I'll try. When you because yeah. I I don't want to speak to you when you're like this because it's upsetting. But does the Alzheimer's dementia and everything? I sort of kill myself and then Okay, Gary, you, you're having a run of bad luck. Um, I'm going to give you a phone number. Have you got pen and paper? Well. Then. 
This is breaking my heart, man. I'm five six now. I don't want to die yet. Have you got a pen? It's trying to give me a pen. Paper. Not so bad, is it? Right, you got a pen and paper? Got a pen and paper, yeah. 116. 116. 123. Give them a. Well, just give me that number again. 116. Yeah. 123. That's the number for the Samaritans, right? Uh, Would you do me a favour? One favour. My brother's. He's trying to stop me as well. Would you do me one favour, Gary? Because I'm concerned about you. Right? Could you do? Could you promise to do me one thing? Yeah. Gary, uh, I will do. You pro- right. I'm going to cut you off now because I've got to go to some adverts. Oh, no worries. Right. When I cut you off, promise me you'll phone that number straight away. Okay, love. What's the number? One six. Yeah. So I'm going to cut you off now, and I want you yeah. to phone that number straight away and have a chat to the, whoever answers it, OK? Right. And you can tell them all the stuff you've told me. It's a yellow card, mate. Well, it's a red card. I'm cutting you off now, Gary. Call that number for me, mate, OK? I will. Thank you very much indeed. 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. The radio show where the owls are not what they seem. Do you or have you ever watched Twin Peaks? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. They could be dreaming and meeting each other in their dreams. On Talk Radio. Um, let's go to Rosanna. Hey, Rosanna. Oh, hello. Hello, Ian. Hello, Rosanna. Are you, are you on speakerphone? No, I'm not. My phone isn't very good, I'm afraid. Oh, oh God, it sounds like it's made of cardboard. Go on. Oh, no, is it that bad? No, it's all right. We can make Go on, we can hear it. Go on, what you got for us? Oh, good. No, I'm really struggling at the moment. It's the anniversary of my uh, mother's death today, and it's also Mother's Day Sunday, and it's also the anniversary of her, and it's the birthday today, it's the anniversary of her death. Oh, I'm sorry yeah, to hear that. I'm sorry to hear that. that. The Mother's Day, so it's all at once. It's just it's a bit of a struggle, you know? Yeah. So... I haven't spoken to anybody today either. Rosanna, sorry, because I, I did miss the beginning of that. Sorry, who's Anna, the anniversary of whose death? Um, um, it was, it's my mother's birthday, and it's the anniversary of her, of her death in 10 Oh, mate, it's I'm... So, 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 so Mother's Day coming up on Sunday as well. Yeah. It's a bit, a bit tricky, you know, it's all everything at once. I hate March, it's the worst month. Yeah, uh, can, I, can I ask how long ago you lost her? Um, it was 10 years ago now. Oh, mate. So it's still fresh in my mind. Yeah, no, of course it is. Of course it is. It, you know, it's um, yeah, it is. I'm really sorry. What What are you going to do to try and make to get through it? Um, I don't know really. I just tied myself away. I think and um, get to try and get through as best I can. But I've got my, I've mental health problems. I'm schizophrenic, and um, I've got. Um, depression, anxiety, and I've got a physical health problem, so, so, so I've got a lot of. Hey, stuff. you've got a full house of stuff. If we I were know, if I we were playing bingo, medical I bingo, know. you'd win. I would. I'd, I'd have the lot. I'd, I'd have it all. Yeah, I've got I've got the lot, unfortunately. Um. Oh, mate. I'm. Uh, 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 I'm sorry. That sucks. Are you? Uh, um. How are you getting on? Are you? Uh, are you? On, are you getting treatment? Are you? Uh, what, what's that, What's happening? Um, yeah, I see a psychiatrist, a um, social worker, and a CPN. Um, 
at the moment. So I've been in hospital. I was hospital um, about eighteen months ago for, for quite a long time. Yeah. But I've been out of hospital. Um, uh, yeah, for eighteen for eighteen months now. So um, I was hospital for quite a long time. So um, I'm doing doing well, but well, to me, affected really. Have you got? It does sound like you're underwater. Have you got anything in place to make make March? A little bit easier for you. To be honest, no. I mean, I, I'm quite isolated. I, I don't like yourself. I, I'm a bit of a loner, and I don't, uh, I don't have many friends. No, yeah. Um, that sort of thing. So it's, uh, so it's a bit, bit difficult, really. Yeah, no, of course it is. And see, is, is my my mental health team really? And yeah. My my suggestion would be: Have you got a diary where where like a, like a date diary, not a you know t- dear diary today I fell in love with a boy, but a diary where you know where you can you you, you put your appointments in. Um, no, I haven't really. Get one, right? Get one, and they'll be cheap now. If you get a 2018 diary, they'll be cheap from W H Smith, or because because it's March, and who wants to buy a diary in March? Buy one, and I would just... My, this is my suggestion. You know, do with it what you want. But I tell you, one of the things that keeps me going when I'm struggling a bit is right is is kind of just having things in my diary to look forward to. Like, I'm off. In a couple of weeks, I'm off, right? I've taken a week off, and I've got it in my diary. I've got this week off. And, um, you know, maybe you write down on Saturday, I'm going to go and see a film. I, you, yeah. you know, whatever stuff it is that, that kind of helps you take yourself out of yourself for yeah. for, for a, a 90 minutes, two hours. And just put right on. So the, the, the uh, on Sunday, the um, 11th, I'm going to go and see a film. On Wednesday, yeah. the whatever it is, the 14th, I'm going to go for a nice walk by the canal for an hour. Or, you know, start, just have a few things in your diary yeah that's something to look forward to and they don't have to be big things and they don't have to be expensive things um yeah. it can just be things you know that just get you out of the house or just get you out of yourself for for, for an hour and a half you know it's a suggestion yeah. it's a suggestion it might help yeah yeah um i i, feel like I don't really go out and stuff so it's not i i i don't i wouldn't mind going on my own i thought that wouldn't be a problem going on my own but i'm so being on my own so. yeah it's more difficult to go with somebody else, I think. Well, don't worry, don't worry about getting other people to go. That can be later in the year, but just this month, because I'm just concerned for you for this this month. If it's such, you know, it sounds yeah. like it's a very tricky March. It sounds like a tricky old thing, yeah. and I just don't yeah, want your you to wobble too much. Yeah. All yeah. right, Rosanna. Well, listen, you can give us a call any time. Okay. Well, thanks. Thanks a lot. Um, thanks a lot, Ian. All right. Nice one, mate. Take care. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. There we go. People, people everywhere, man. Life is hard. Life is hard, in it. Um, let's go to Kevin. Good evening, Kevin. Hi, Ian. How are you? I'm all right. Though. I'm saddened by that last call. Actually, I'm saddened by the last couple of calls. There's there's a lot of people out there um, struggling. How are you doing, man? No, I'm not scared. Bad. Um, that's why I've actually rung because your last couple of calls. Yeah. What I do, I'm a call handler for London Ambulance. Oh, OK. Yeah. I take I take 999 calls. Uh, it was very interesting hearing the way you speak to these people and how you help them, and it's just, it feels a lot like what I do on a day-to-day basis. I bet you get to hear some... Uh, I bet you get to hear some incredible stuff, man, don't you? I mean, some real... I don't explain. I'm not asking you to break any confidences, obviously, but I, I bet no. you get you you hear people 
you know, literally with death on their hands in some cases. Yeah, yeah, we get some deep stuff, but also at the same time some pretty amazing stuff. And it's good to be able to speak to these people to really help them. It's kind of, it's really, like, half of it is horrible, but the ones, like the people you speak to and the people you get a chance to speak to, we get to speak often to, and there's a lot of the time it's the same kind of issues. And they're the people that you really get a chance to speak to on the phone rather than kind of get through the script and be done. Yeah. And I just thought I'd say that you'll, for someone that's kind of been trained at it, I just think you do a really good job at it. Oh, uh, well, and Kevin, that's a, that's a very uh, very generous and kind thing to say, and I shall uh, I, I shall take that on board. Thank you, man. I really appreciate that. That's right. What do welcome. you do? For, what do you do for fun? Right. Uh, when you finish, like, uh, how long is your shift? They're twelve hours. Flipping heck, man. <laughs> Flipping it! I mean, I'm, I'm knackered after three hours of talking to people. Twelve hours. When you work, when you've done it, when and you, uh, what, what, what do you do for fun? Oh, I play way too many video games. What, 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 what are you playing? What are you playing at the moment? Um, right now, I'm playing. Hunter. Say that again. Your, your phone dropped out. You're playing what? Oh, Monster Hunter. Oh, no. so you, you're you're, in the, you're on Switch. Uh, no, I do have a Switch, but it's on PS4. Oh, is it? Okay. I, I do also have a Switch. Um, good for you. No, good for you. Monster Hunter, that's the... the you know, you know um, they're crazy for that game in Japan. Oh, it's crazy. It's ridiculous. It's the biggest, one of the really biggest... Well the West as well. it's, it's one of the biggest games in Japan. And it's taken off over here, but, it, it's you know, in Japan, it's, it's just one of the hugest games. Um, and I never quite got to I never quite got to grips with it. I'm a big fan of running around and um, shooting people. I also like playing video games. That's a terrible joke. But I'm, I'm a big fan of like the Call of Duties and uh, the Overwatch and Wolfenstein oh, and all that good. stuff. Yeah, I've seen you stream Overwatch a few times. It's kind of got me back into it a bit. Yeah, Overwatch is fun, and I've just got this got given this V. I keep saying given because there's no way I'd spend three hundred and fifty quid on it. But I got given this <laughs> VR unit and. Um, uh, it's, I mean, it's a gimmick, but man alive, it's some gimmick. Have you had a go on one of those? Yeah, I've got. Uh, my girlfriend got me an Oculus Rift for Christmas, actually. Oh, look at you <laughs> with a rich girlfriend. Uh, well, not a rich girlfriend now after she's splashed out on that, I'd imagine. <laughs> but no, it's, very, it's, it's really cool. It's it, You don't really understand it till you try it, do you? It's, no, you can't describe it. I, I'm, I'm going to bring it in one night because I really want Kath to have a go because I keep kind of raving about it. Yeah. Um, I've just been reminded, actually, I've been sent a, a code for a football game that I'm going to try out. Um, but but you can't until until you've got the headphones and you've got the the vis the, the helmet on. You, you you just got no idea what it's like. Yeah, and it really is special. Um, Kevin, hey, listen, man, well done for doing what you're doing, and and um, you know people like you, are, you know, you're heroes and stuff. So uh, keep up the good work, Kevin. Thank you. Nice one, man. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye. 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 Yeah, Paul Ross, come in. How could I hear you through the soundproof door? Waving oh, I could hear it. I could hear it. How are you doing, man? You're oh, right. not too bad. Looking forward to an element of the show we do every day. It's a yeah. bit of an old corny one, musical birthdays. Yeah. As you may know, it's Mickey Dolan's birthday today. 1945. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And we're that. playing one of my favourite songs, alternate title. I love oh, that song. Oh, isn't that great? <laughs> not released as a single uh, uh, in the United States. A bigger hit over here than Daydream Believer. Got didn't, you want, didn't you want to call it Randy Scale Skit? Randy Scale Skit. <laughs> the line from um, Till Death Us Do Part. Oh, what and, a great, uh, what said, a dude. Yeah, what, it, what it means is. Yes. But that's a great <laughs> song. Why should I cut my hair? Yeah, that's a great <laughs> record, that. Also on the show today, because today is not only International Women's Day, which yes. we're covering, but it's also National Pothole Day. So we are talking Talking to the one-man band campaigner, Mr. Pothole, joins us live, and I'm hoping to speak oh. as well, because he's a bit obsessive, Mr. Pothole. I'm hoping to speak to Mrs. Pothole as well. He's hoping to, because she's rather long-suffering. I thought you meant potholing as in the going underground. No. Have you ever done that? 
Uh, I did it a couple of times. I did bog snorkeling and potholing in the same day for some dodgy old TV show I was doing. I quite enjoyed the, the potholing. So I didn't, the bog snorkeling was what nothing. What is bog snorkeling? Well, you basically put a snorkel and go into a bog. Not a lavatory, but in, in a, a trench or a ditch. And also, I mean, I'm going to be unkind here. They're running it as a BBC ident. When they say, you know, night kayakers and they all get together yeah. for the beach. And they've got bog snorkelers from somewhere in the West Country. And they're all wearing eccentric onesies. Yeah. And they all look like they really want to meet new friends. I did potholing once. You're a, you're a big lad to go pothole. Yeah, man. I know, and I, I found it terrifying, man. But I was with a, I was with a friend of mine, Paul, who's who's um, not as tall as me, but he's he's a he's he's more portly. So I let him go first. Lovely use of the word portly. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I let him go first. I thought if he can fit through something, <laughs> but there was it's a terrifying thing, yeah. man. It's not fun. But it is wonderful. You go somewhere. We did that. Where you and suddenly it opens out immensely. And oh yeah, you're in a huge yeah, cave, yeah. and then you switch the lights off. Yeah. Perfect darkness. Yeah, yeah. Paul, it's always a pleasure. Paul Russ will be here in, well, in a couple of minutes, so don't go anywhere. Um, uh, I will be back tonight at 10 o'clock. I shall be joined, hopefully, um, by Catherine. I think we've proved, actually, that t- today's show was a car crash. And as much as, <laughs> as much as I think I can do it on my own, I can't. That's it. That's your lot. Paul Ross is up next until tonight at 10 from me. Ta-ta.